Intense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Here we go, uh, six minutes past the hour. Uh, the Rick and Bubba Show, Speedy, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, The Gang is all here. Unnamed intern, just started his first day at Rick and Bubba University. So classes have just begun for him. I'm going to work out a degree in common sense. That now a superpower. Hunter Bus here, Bubba's boy, uh, helping out as well. Speaking of that, welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bub. Rick, glad to be here and thank all of you for joining us for yet another year of the Rick and Bubba experience. Trying to, uh, looking back, still finishing up a couple of stories from the two weeks that we were off, a, a couple of items uh, that happened uh, which were very interesting. You know how sometimes you, and, and we all need to do better uh, about explaining everything, and especially if you're dealing with young males, you want to explain everything in great detail. You know, we've covered that. Uh, throughout um, uh, the kids growing up, and Helmsy's heading into that world now with a male. Because there's nothing on earth that is dumber than a teenage boy, and, uh, and I mean nothing. I mean it's just just uh, it's not that they lack intelligence. Uh, it just means they just there's just something. The hormones are not lined yeah, it's, up for it's that just, to uh, be a, a yeah, major yeah. issue with them. Well, and so <laughs> the youngest um, that just left last night to go back, and I'll tell you that story too about us returning to empty nest zone last night. I had to deal with that with my wife uh and their mother uh but anyway so um over the break and uh, sadly bubba you and uh, super tom the engineer got involved in this um young young broderick uh, the tasmo he 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 was uh, he's doing some work uh for he freelances for a couple of um for the church and also for a, a company where he goes to college that uh, he shoots videos and he, he really is a in the world of adler he's kind of you know, working and training and uh, going to school to uh, to kind of do some of the s- stuff similar that Adler's doing. And a lot of companies and churches out there need these guys now because, you know, mo- sometimes you find guys like us that, you know, we've been at the whatever we're doing long enough that you need the social media, you need the videos, you need the documentaries, you need the promotional this and that. Hey, you need your announcement videos at your church, but the people in charge don- were also, oh, we don't know the technology. So now these people are becoming in pretty high demand. You got you got to have these guys on your team. So he's he's learning and, and starting out and, and getting a few opportunities. So he said, "Hey, Dad, I got to shoot this um, this video, and I think your office, uh, the bookcase in there, would be a great setup for me. Can I go up to the office and shoot this today?" I said, "Well, sure, you can. And here's here's uh, here's my key. And and if you get up there after you know whoever's doing the best of show, then you'll need to let yourself in, let yourself out. Here's how the alarm works." So I said, because I've been having trouble with my key. Um, it'll uh, stick. It'll stick yeah. on, on locking up the office door, and I think our lock is is struggling a little yeah. bit. So so anyway, so I said, look, there's a chance the key won't lock it when you get on the outside. So if you want to, uh, just go set the alarm and go out the golden ticket door. Now, see, right there is where I made a mistake because I didn't say anything else. Oh, that, okay. That, that makes sense. Yes. That explains it yeah, all. Okay. Yeah. There you yeah. go. So what I should have said is – if you're going to use option two, and that way you know you're not out there going, oh, no, I can't yeah. get the door to lock mm-hmm. back. I said, if you're going to go to option two, what I should have said is you don't have a lot of time. Yeah. So so get everything out that you need to get out. You got to go. Then do it, and then then move quickly <laughs> mm-hmm. to the golden ticket seat door. you got time, but you don't have a lot of time. By yeah. the way, for future, there's a third option. And that's use the storage room yeah. door. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Either, you can go in, out of it too, and not have to worry about coming all the way up here. I didn't even know that. Yeah. yeah it cuts so, time off. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, boy, I'm worried about that door though. 
No, not no, that no. door. Okay. There's it's a door just like door. it's got a golden ticket. Oh, really? door. Yeah, yeah, an actual door. Oh, yeah. yeah, one yeah. way. I'm not even. I work. use it every day because I have to <laughs> check the <laughs> other door to make sure the one you're talking about is locked. Twelve years I've been here and I didn't know that door. So so anyway, um, so I'm. You, I'm, you, I'm, you uh, didn't need it, Rick. Yeah. So why? why <laughs> That's right. Take up brain space with that. So so. Sherry, throughout the the Christmas season, I referred to her as the Christmas Queen. Uh, from you know Charlie Brown, you know we even have a Christmas Queen, and so I and so the Christmas Queen and I were were out walking and we were just spending some time together and and you know moving around a little bit, and uh, so here comes the phone, and the phone starts ringing and uh, vibrating. I'm like, hang on a minute, Brody's calling me. He's like, hey Dad, I've set the alarm off. I'm like, what? I said, what happened? He goes, well. I mean, I did what you were talking about. He said, but uh, he said, and I was loading my equipment out and everything. And when I got outside, I said, loading your equipment out. He goes, well, yeah, I, I, I armed it, but then I had to carry my cameras and all this stuff. And we had to get, I said, no, you didn't have time for all that. He goes, well, yeah, I know now. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, I said, well, that's cool. You know, you, he said, I went back in, I know the code and I've turned it off, but y'all might get a call from the police. Yeah. And I said, okay. All right. So then I alert Super Tom and Bubba because they're the, the call list. We may get keepers. We may get a call, uh, but he's cut, he's set the alarm back, so yeah. the, the alarm's not going. But it might have gone long enough that they respond. Mm-hmm. Well, then we got into this uh, this <laughs> thing of none of us could remember what we're supposed to tell the law. The safe word. Yeah, what, what we're supposed to <laughs> I tell. I never knew it. it, 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 it I don't it, think it, we're it, supposed to know it. I think yeah. that's a Bubba Tom thing. Yeah, yeah and and, and it got to going <laughs> of us coming up with different things that it could be, <laughs> and uh, and finally. Sherry looks at me and she goes, "Well, what's happening?" I said, "Looks like Brody's going to jail." <laughs> <laughs> what it looks like to me, honey. Look, so I basically told Brody, "I said, Brody, you need to move out of there." And uh, run. So, so he run, run. So he says, and it was because he was able to set it back. I mean, it's whatever. So he said, "I'm going downstairs," and he goes, "Sure enough, the law's waiting on me mm-hmm. because they've already called Tom, and Tom can't remember the the safe word, you know, yeah. which." That's kind of the whole role of a safe word is to is, yeah. is to have well, the it ready. Yeah, the good news we hadn't had to use it a lot. Right, it right. was timed to update. Right, right. right. So, so anyway, don't we have to know the safe word to update the safe <laughs> word? Well, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that works, but it's a, it, it, undoubtedly the safe word we thought it was is no longer the safe word. Uh, so, at some time we tried to be sharp and change it, but we couldn't remember what we changed. It. So, so anyway, um, uh, so I said, "Well, what happened?" He said, "Well, I was coming down the steps to go to my car, and I said, hey, I'm I'm Rick's son. I set the alarm off, but you know I've put it back, and you can hear I've I've reset it and locked everything up. And he said what was so funny. He said he said he looked at me because they're all pretty familiar with. He goes, "Yeah, you look like Rick. That's cool." <laughs> and, you know, like that. And, but really, it's because he was able. He had a pretty good case that he knew the code how to set it back. And yeah. They, oh yeah. Whatever. But he was like, you know, I, th- these kind of things happen to young Broderick all the time. Like the time that. <laughs> You know, he was nearly arrested for stealing his brother's car. Yeah. And yeah, uh, that, one, that yeah. was the uh, – <laughs> which is when he had the – but, by the way, watching those two deal with that again this year. That was funny. Because it's coming time for, yeah. for Boomer to update his tag again. And you heard her task. He goes, you know, it's, you need to get your – because he, he had to do – he goes, he goes like, don't worry, I've got my tag updated this time. The greatest line ever, I think, from young Broderick to the police, as respectfully as he could, <laughs> when they thought he'd stole his brother's car, when he said, one of the police says, well, I tell you, you're telling us this, but you seem a little nervous. And he said, 
with all due respect, sir, I'm nervous because you have surrounded my car and accused me of stealing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he goes, that's, that's got me kind of – And I'm you're 17, heavily armed. I'm 17 years old. This has got me kind of nervous. You're accusing me of being a car thief. It's kind of nerve-wracking. <laughs> and um, – <laughs> As we sit here on the side of the road. <laughs> right. So, uh, so anyway, so then he gets ready to uh, to go back. He's the last one to go back. You know, Big Love's done packed it up and headed out. No, you know, sure. he, he's gone. He's out. Yeah. And uh, so, um, he'll stay. And uh, so, it's funny because the empty nest thing, you know, with with the mom sometimes can be. And uh, I said, uh, I, I said, sure has 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 Brody left yet? No, he hadn't left yet. Why? Why is he not left yet? Well, I told him I wanted to cook dinner for him, and, and I said, "Sure, do you have him? Is he, is he being held captive? Do you have him? Put, can he not get out?" She's like, "No, he said he had some things to do and all this, and then he's he's not ready to go. He's not going back till till uh till after dinner." So anyway, so we get there, and I walk in, and Sherry's like hugging him and all this. I said, "Honey, please let you you have to let him go." And and then then as Brody was getting ready to leave, we we're outside. I said, "Don't back up till you make sure your mom's not laying behind the car." All right. right. <laughs> and now, I mean, she, she, I mean, this could be Tiananmen Square. <laughs> I, said, I said, "Just you know this." And and so anyway, so we stand out there, and, and he drives off. Like like, did you know this? I, Sherry even researched it because our Christmas lights were still on as of yesterday, and we've put oh, everything really? else up, but the Christmas <laughs> lights were still on. Rick, stay with them. I like them. Sherry researched it, and she said, "I." Looked at the research. The twelve days of Christmas are from Christmas Day to January six. That yeah. those are the twelve days of Christmas. Yeah, that actually oh, really? kicks off on Christmas. Not really. The yeah, and, and she said so. So if we turn them off that. Tuesday, then we we did the twelve days of Christmas. I did not know. There that. you go. Uh, oh, she researched in the original deal. It was yeah. it, Christmas Day was the start name. of Christmas. It's got a name yeah. and everything. So uh, uh, so but now so I'm like I said I'm I'm, I'm unplugging show. these lights. I said we don't just have a few lights up, honey. We our whole neighborhood is wondering when this will yeah, stop. Yeah, yeah, And uh, airplanes use your house for guidance. But they, it mm-hmm. looks so cool though. I, mm-hmm. I love. The, I hate when the lights start going down. Mm-hmm. It's just so cool because it's so dark. So you know the afternoon it gets so dark. Mm-hmm. Sort of. Yeah. I noticed yesterday though the starting to lengthen out a little yeah. bit. Again, I hate so. you missed my Christmas lights this year. They were the, they were the I best they a lot ever of were. Christmas lights they were the best year. they ever were. Mm-hmm. Even my pastor said we drove by and had to put sunglasses on. <laughs> the, uh, so then Sherry said, well, what are we going to do now? They've all gone by, and I said, and I, got, I did have a list ready. I said, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to party. I said, we're going to – and we do. I said, I tell you what, you know what we did last night? Just I said, I'll tell you what, what, what would you what, – what, she goes, I said, we can't. It's a weeknight. I said, what, what do you want to do? And we've done – she goes, well, you know what? It, I would really love to have some movie popcorn. Oh. I said, hey, what are we going to do? We're not going to a movie because it's too late. We're going to drive over and just buy two bags of popcorn. And we drove over and bought popcorn, left, got in the car, and ate it. (laughs) We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, they call it the phone troll. It was established, um, you know, many years ago. Uh, when people started saying, hey, I've been trying to call, I can't get on the program. So what did we do when we built this studio uh, 12 years ago or so? Uh, first of all, we said, Super Time Engineer, we want 10 lines. Give us 10 lines so we have a bigger sample of people to choose from. Uh, then we said, well, why don't we go with the phone troll from time to time to get a lot of uh, questions, a lot of comments. Get those in, in in a short period of time. We'll limit everybody to thirty seconds. That way, if uh, if you are in line, it's moving quickly ahead of you. Uh, and since then, uh, we've done phone trolls, um, you know, a couple times uh, in a, in a show, uh, and it gives you an opportunity to be on the program. 
Uh, and at 30 seconds, you hear this. Your time on the program will come to a close. Uh, then we'll move to the next caller. But the good news is, if you are in line, if you call right now, you will get in. If you're in line, uh, know that the line is moving quickly in front of you, so you won't have to wait very long. Let's start with Larkin uh, out of Columbus, Mississippi. Uh, trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone trolling. Hello, Larkin. Welcome to the program. Hey, good morning, guys. I just wanted to uh, touch on that uh, 52 uh, F-35 deal. Uh, I know the, you said the 52 planes and 52 hostages, but also uh, treat, uh, Trump treated out about 52 targets yeah. that were identified. Yeah. Uh, I still think there may be some uh, numeric messaging there. <laughs> no. <laughs> it could be. So, so we'll see. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Let's go to Andrew, also out of the great state of Mississippi. Andrew, welcome to Rick and Bubba. 30 seconds and go. Hey, I have a question for Greg. All right, Greg's on. Go ahead. All right. Hey, Greg, do you think it's too late to wish a uh, happy new year? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. Okay, well, I'll give Rick the 12 days of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. I didn't even know about that. I didn't know about that. I don't even buy into that. I'll give you to the third. To the, can All somebody right, wish well, you a happy new year? To, either way. Yeah. What, what you about say? if you haven't seen somebody, Greg, and it's a friend? No, doesn't matter. Too, the, and you the, see the them on Friday. Well, I'm, I'm, am I going to tell you Merry Christmas? If you see them on Friday, though, would you say, hey, have a good, hope you have a good happy year? Happy 2020 to you. Yeah, good 2020. Or Well, that's positive. Now? You mean so now? Probably not. Yeah, up to the 10th. Say up <laughs> he to said Friday. Friday. Because that's yeah. my rule, Greg. I'll give him a third. To the third. Once we're back, everybody's back to work. Well, that was the schedule. It ends. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Hey, did you have a good Thanksgiving? Yeah, see, that's yeah, my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great point. Well, see, that's too far back. Yeah, that's it's kind of extreme. Well, he's saying well, that it was not too far back. Would you wish somebody Merry Christmas today? Greg, it's the sixth uh, of January. Would you wish him Merry Christmas? No, I think well, you, then ju- you wouldn't. Miss I wouldn't go back and jump over a holiday. See, I'd have to jump over New Year's to get to Christmas. I'll give you that. Yeah. But, to but me, I think New it, Year's is if, over. Though. If I just put it in reverse, the first holiday I bump into is New Year's. Mm. What well, do you say, December twenty eighth? You wish somebody Merry Christmas. No, I don't. No, I, that's I mean, when I start can, wishing on. Can't Happy you say New Year. I hope you had a Merry Christmas? You can, yeah, if you're kind. Yeah. <laughs> How about this? I hope you had a good New Year. It's yeah. more the New Year thing that bothers me than anything. That's the one. Yeah, because well, well, the calendar flips and yeah. all that is that you hate to go back into well, once once at midnight you say it and you can probably say it the next day. Mm-hmm. You know, then it's then over. After that, you're pushing it. Well, guys, he's showing <laughs> he's showing the a little bit of growth here. He's yeah. giving you to the third now. Yeah. yeah. At one time, he wouldn't even give you to the third. Right. That's but he's inconsistent too because he said he when everybody gets back. Well, that was the six, not the yeah, third. Yeah, but that don't count. Yeah. <laughs> See, <laughs> we continue. Let's go. Well, let me say the most. Wor- everybody in the world's normally back. <laughs> everybody in the world. You know, they don't. That's, you're you right. know what I'm saying. You're very, very right on that. Yeah. Most people We're not have, normal. Everybody with the- real jobs <laughs> are back to their normal. Routine. Can I tell you what? That's legit. I'll Can I tell you that. what I noticed? And, and and normally you're 100 right. This year it was different. This year. I noticed people drug a little bit. Yeah. I, I think yeah, we're. I think we're influenced culture. Yeah, I, do too. I, I think when Christmas and New Year's when they land in the mm. middle of the week. Yeah. It's like yeah. people don't know what to do on both sides right. of it. You yeah. know, it's like okay, yeah. do I do I turn this into a full week? Do yeah. I not? It's easier when it lands on the weekend. Janie uh, but- Montgomery, I ninety two WLWI. Janie, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Hey guys, how are hey. y'all doing? Good. We're great. Good. We're great. Great. Happy hey, New which Year, one of you guys. <laughs> hey, oh, Happy New Year to you. <laughs> which one of you guys was on the rest and Rick and Bubba? Rick and Bubba show that was talking about picking up the Christmas tree and built to the attic. That's Greg. Uh, Greg Greg Burgess. That was Greg. That was a fine moment. Every year. That's a terrible, terrible story. 
Greg didn't know to put his foot on the cross pieces. Mm. Oh, I knew. <laughs> I just failed. <laughs> right. I am glad to hear y'all back on, though. Thank you very much, Janie. We continue. Jimmy and Clanton, question for Bubba. Jimmy, go ahead. Hey, Bubba. Hey. Uh, the question is, do you really think that the, Ameri- the American people realize if we don't reelect Mr. President Trump, that everything's just going to be hunky-dory, everything's going to be great? I mean, really? Can, can you say that one more time? I'm still said, trying to get off pain pills. Does the uh, does the American people actually think that not voting for President Trump and reelecting him in the primary or in the November election is going to make everything great? Can you see which 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 direction we're? Well, I, I think people have a very short term memory, and they they see the economy's good. They see. By the way, over the holidays, as I talk to people who sometimes I don't see, but once a year who are in various type businesses, it has been a very good year for business. And that wasn't the case a few years ago. Right. So it has changed. There are some, and this is what, this is what I don't get. Democrat, Republican, liberal, conservative, however you want to divide it up. Okay. Can't we all agree that a good economy is good for everybody there? I don't know why there's some people who think that they have to, run the economy in the ground for it to be good for them. You can you can campaign and be uh, – let's just use Trump, for example. You can be anti-Trump, and you'd say, well, I don't like him. He's this, he's that. But he has done a good job on the economy, but I'll do even a better job. And still do the things he was doing. I, I don't know why we have this – well, I know what it is. We have some people who have never really done it, and they have a textbook idea of how it is supposed to be done by failed policies in the past because it ties into their political agenda, and they, they try to implement that, and it runs everything in the ground. The economy is a sensitive thing, and it's complicated, but and it's going to go in some natural cycles anyway. But there is a way to keep it going and keep the lows from being so low and make the highs last longer. Yeah, the ways ways to make this economy churn to me, they shouldn't have a political party yeah, tied right. to it. Yeah, I, I think so. Too. Now you can get into things you think. Well, our political party feels this way about these topics, and they feel that way about those topics. But when it comes to the economy, that ought to be a pretty nonpartisan but, thing. But you know, the re- the reason we have that problem, we have people now who are against capitalism. Yep, they're You're against right. our oh, yeah. way of life, and so they want to destroy that, and yep. it and it's going to be bad for everybody we didn't get a lot of calls in so we'll take more of your phone calls coming up hang in there rick and bubba rick and bubba rick and bubba's in ohio rick and bubba rick and bubba pass the gravy please rick and bubba rick and bubba oh it brings me to my knees rick and bubba rick and bubba all right here we go 35 minutes past the hour uh, we are going to continue with phone calls, uh, so lines are available at 866-WE-BE-BIG as the phone troll continues. I know a number of you had called, got on hold. We didn't get uh, to your call, but we will try to get in as many as we can, uh, and we will continue that now. So if you want to get in, you can get in at 866-WE-BE-BIG. As you start this year, if you are not already an owner of a MyPillow or any of the MyPillow products, may I suggest that you move now to MyPillow.com and look for radio specials. Uh, Premium MyPillows are buy one, get one free with the code Bubba. Uh, You save uh, 30%. uh, Also, on some of the more popular items, their terrific mattress topper would be one of those. Uh, Also, uh, they they have um, like their duvet covers. 
uh, that are that are just sixty nine ninety nine right now. That's a thirty dollars savings. Uh, any um, bed sheets you get, Giza Dream sheets, you can get a set of those, or the flannel sheets. They're also buy one get another set for free. So go to mypillow.com, look for radio specials, enter the code Bubba, and let the savings begin. To the phones we go. Uh, Wayne Rogersville standing by. Wayne, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Wayne. Wayne. Hello, Wayne. Are bringing back a topic from last year. Dwayne, Larry Wayne, Billy Wayne, (laughs) Wayne. I I don't know what to do with Wayne. Uh, Let's go to Cole in Tuscaloosa. Cole, go ahead. What's up, fellas? You, buddy. Happy happy National Bobblehead Doll Day. I did not know that. Got a lot of them uh, here in the studio. uh, My question to you guys is, Besides Cassio Kid, who is or was the laziest intern you guys have had? Oh, the laziest. Good night. Uh, Woo. Well, we could almost put together a, a, a you know a, the Pro Bowl. Ford Brown. Really? <laughs> I'm kidding. Ford. I am Ford. Ford I love you for that. Ford. I'm completely uh, kidding. <laughs> that's laziest. Uh, I'm just kidding. Ford. Ford. That's good. There, there's been some pretty lazy. Everybody ones. knows it was Sam. Yeah, yeah but, but there's <laughs> no, been he loves that too. But there's been there I was some good ones. Sam. But we've had some lazy ones over oh, time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say and, a lot of good ones. Though. Yeah, yeah. More, I won't say lazy, but just had this real laid back attitude was old man Shanahan. You know, yeah. he's, he's kind of yeah. gliding around. Yeah. Right, right. He did yeah, a good yeah. job, but I mean, he wasn't yeah. going. He still he's not going to get very excited. Yeah, he didn't get too upset. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So well, yeah, it's one of the things that, and and it's just. In general, sometimes there's there's some that get here, they, they get after it. There's some that need a little prompting, then they get after it. And then there's a very few that that never really seem to, to get after it. I think the ones in the middle category is sometimes if they're very, very familiar with the show, which can be a good thing, but sometimes they kind of start out with, uh, I'm up here to hang out at the Rick and Bubba show yeah. as opposed to work. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then, but but a lot of those though adjust once they kind of figure out the deal. Uh, we continue. Matt in Montgomery, I ninety two WLWI. Matt, go ahead. Hey, Rick and Bubba. Hey. How you doing, man? Uh, yeah, first time caller. This Thank is actually you. my birthday, and I'm a huge fan of y'all. Been listening to y'all for three years. Hey, now. Hey, happy birthday, brother! Uh, <laughs> the word of Christ. God bless y'all for that. Thanks, I'd man. like to get y'all's opinion on Dan Crenshaw. I personally, I'm a young voter. I have not even voted yet because I just turned 19 today, obviously. But I like him, and I think that he's the future of the Republican Party. Yeah, he's doing a good job. Oh, you're talking about the congressman. I think he's from Texas that was in the military, yeah. lost his uh, yeah. eye, yeah. Yeah. and wears a patch now. Yeah, yeah. he's. Oh, uh, yeah. I've heard a lot yeah, of I his speeches. I think he's top chef. Yeah. yeah, I've heard a lot of his speeches. And and I like the fact that he kind of he's kind of almost um, – I like when there's people, and I know sometimes, you know, especially Trump can go too far as far as maybe some of the, the way it's handled. But in general, I like, and I think you have to be in the times that we're living in now, someone who says, this is what I believe. This is what I, uh, I believe the Constitution clearly says. Here are things that our country is built on, has always been built on. And if you start attacking uh, me and not just debating me, I will fight back. Yeah, and, and I think I think if there's one thing that the current mob crazed maniacal Democratic Party, if you want to hear them tell you what they really believe, you have to have uh, uh, you know Trump's definitely doing it. 
you have to be able to fight back because they're so accustomed, and, and I will use this term, to bullying people. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, even though they act like that they think that you know bullying is the worst thing this planet has ever known, they themselves are some of the biggest bullies on the planet. And, uh, and they're, they're out to destroy you, not just disagree with you, but um, because you're not allowed to disagree with them. But if you fight back, they'll, they will eventually, because they can't help it, they'll tell you what they really believe. And when you hear what they really believe, you'll want to keep them from getting power. I, I think yeah. when, when history, uh, you know, if the Lord tarries 50, 100 years down the road, I think the thing that history we will have learned from Trump the most in political circles is that we had a, a, a seismic change in the way that Republicans, conservatives dealt with issues in that we didn't just try to be liked anymore because that doesn't win. It doesn't work. If you just let them totally insult you and run over you, uh, the mentality has been, well, I'll be bigger than that, I'll be higher than that, and, and people will see through that. Well, it doesn't happen that way. I think he will teach a lot of people to defend themselves. And hopefully that will be the case. Nathan out of Jackson, Alabama, listening ninety four point five. Jason, go ahead. Hey guys, uh, I was looking at some uh, pictures of what the car looked like after the uh, attack, yes. and the car behind it. Yep, there was nothing but the axle and the frame. So I don't think it was a Ginza. I think it was just a straight up Hellfire missile. I don't think may have been. May yeah, have been. Yeah, that might have been. Yeah, because it was. I'm like you. I it, saw the axles in place, so I, I kind of, I don't know. I was from the mindset I thought that if it had been an exploding device, it probably would have blown that all to pieces too. But it may not have. I don't know. I'm sure they'll let us know in, at some point. Dora, Alabama, Johnson, standing by. Johnson, go ahead. It's actually Jonathan, but okay. Okay. All right. Hey, go hey, ahead. Hey, uh, I was wondering, y'all, y'all ever talk about the, what happened at the Golden Gulf Awards with the. Uh, we did. I got a host, host about it. We yeah, did. yeah, we did. We saw a clip yesterday. We we had a clip on the air here about it. I saw the whole thing last night, and it was really good. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was funny. Yeah, I, thought, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I thought it was so refreshing. I I really did, and uh, but, he did not care. Either. Right at, at first, I thought he was just doing a bit. I did too. And, yeah, right. and and everybody was kind of laughing with him. And we're talking about, and I can't say his last name. Uh, Ricky Gervais, Gervais, Gervais. whatever, uh, and he uh, was hosting the Golden Globes. And apparently, you said when you watched the whole thing, he's he's done it many times. Yeah, he was. Uh, he he really made fun of the fact. Apparently, that uh, it was on NBC. I guess really didn't care how this show went because look who's hosting it. He did a he did a ding. Look yeah, at me, right? And uh, he said, "I've done it five years, and this is my last year doing it. So I really don't care if you're mad or not." And he takes a swig. It looks like a beer, and then wears everybody out. <laughs> Well, it was so refreshing because I've heard the look in the audience. Though Tom Hanks, yeah. Robert De Niro, some of them, they had a look like they wanted to laugh like this, and then they were like, "Man, he's getting on us." Oh yeah, <laughs> when he goes after Tim Cook and Apple too, Tim's sitting there going, "Wow, if the camera's on me right now. He's wearing me out." And why, that, why and did you know I what? come to this? And you know what? That doesn't happen to them much. You know, yeah. it really doesn't. But what what I liked about it is it's so rare that that one of their own. And this time we're talking about the Hollywood left one of their own will stand up and say the things that the guy is saying on the job site about them. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like yeah. he was trying to, you know how, look, I'm talking about us. You know, sometimes you have to be the person in the group that looks around your group and say, guys, we're delusional. Yeah. I mean, I, the, the way that, the, I don't know if y'all know this, I think, we, and like he said, I think y'all think the American people who just want to be entertained care what you think. And, and, yeah. and, and then he said, and most of y'all aren't educated enough to even say these things you're saying. You don't know what you're talking about. And uh, and I was just yeah. like, wow. 
And, and how about this? You're not consistent. You're, you're inconsistent with what you say. Well, that's what he was pointing yeah, out. You, you you're going to get up here and yeah. preach to everybody and, and look, at, look at what you're doing around the world, who you're supporting. Right. Wendy in Silicago. Wendy, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Thank you. I think I've got a solution to this whole debating and arguing problem. Mm-hmm. Load every one of them Democrat Republicans, I mean the Democrats, the House of Representatives, the Senators, the presidential candidates, load them donkeys on a plane and take them over there and set them free. Thank you, Wendy, from Silicaga. Wow. It appears to be a very clear-cut, easy situation to cure. John in Andalusia on 107.7. John, go ahead. Good morning. It's John. It's the other John Thomas. I had thrown something by my wife at Christmas when it was time to take everything down. Of course, an eight-foot tree is, is a lot, and you got to put it up in the attic. Oh, yeah. And I threw it by her, but I knew you guys. She, she loves and respects you guys. I really hope we could go with maybe – Keeping it up, take the ornaments off, go with a Valentine tree, an Easter tree, a yeah. Fourth of July tree. I hear you. Uh, Some a, people do that. A football tree, an SEC tree, and then, of course, the Thanksgiving tree. And then we'll come back to, of course. I suggested that to Betty. We had two Christmas trees in our living room family area. And I suggested leaving one of them up and just making it exactly what he said. Let's just make it a Valentine tree, mm-hmm. a spring tree, a Fourth of July tree. Now we we Betty has got this down to a pretty good art. She has the main tree on wheels and it rolls, and she throws a cover over it and rolls it into its own little hiding place in the garage. That's good. If I was building a house again today, I would build a closet in the den with like you know French doors that open up so you could just roll the tree in it, shut it. Leave it decorated. Yeah. <laughs> Let it roll it out, it. plug it in. Hey, we're ready, Christmas. <laughs> well, you remember we some had reason those lights wouldn't work even though you didn't take it down. <laughs> they were, we, we, uh, They're I designed that way, yeah. I think. Yeah. When I watched the turnkey deal and watched them come take my trees away, God, it's just such a, such a wonderful, wonderful thing. The, uh, but go, going back to this, um, we had a guy call one year and tell us that they do their tree year round and they just change the theme based on what mm-hmm. season it Love is. Love it. Love it. It was, you know what? This may surprise y'all, and we don't do this. Let me be clear. We don't do this. This is, would just be my preference. Do you know I'm one of those people that, like, as soon as Christmas over is over, I want everything yeah. back where it was. I like lights to stay up. I yeah. like lights. Well, obviously, I, I don't win that because <laughs> we, went, we went all the way through the 12 days of Christmas. Uh, 14 minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Eight minutes now to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, thanks for being with us. Good to be back. Uh, Getting our legs under us after a long vacation. Second show of 2020. Um, This kind of ties in. uh, This Saturday, I'll be traveling up to Charleston, Missouri, uh, speaking at a men's event there. Uh, And, of course, that's in the Sykes to Missouri, Charleston, Missouri, and Cape Girardeau. Missouri area, and of course, Cape Girardeau is is home of Rush Limbaugh. That is where he is from, uh, and of course, a legend in our business. And really, if you look, is probably the most influential and most effective pioneer of what we now have as opinion based talk radio, saving AM radio from extinction. Uh, I don't think I'm exaggerating uh, by saying that that his show accomplished those things, and um, so he's definitely. 
no matter how you feel about him or his views, he, he is a uh, radio Hall of Famer, no doubt about it, oh, and already in, uh, already so, in there. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, so uh, looking at going up to his hometown and being you know about 40 minutes from there, that'll be a lot of fun. If you want to be at that event, you still can by going to rickandbubba.com and checking events. But uh, I was just mentioning that because I looked down, Limbaugh has now signed a new four-year contract with his syndicator, Premier Radio Networks, uh, and that has been uh, confirmed. Of course, Trump weighed in quickly uh, to say that Rush just signed another four-year contract. He wants four more years. Now, and, um, and I think so, I think Trump actually uh, blurted it out before Rush did. He did. Yeah, yeah. He, he, Rush he, actually he, had him on the show yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. for a while. Did they really? Mm-hmm. They talk. How they, did you hear him? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, so you picture Trump and Rush talking for a while, <laughs> you know, and Rush hardly ever has a and I, his whole his whole attitude, this character he's created. I just love it. Where he, you know, he, he really is. He said, "I'm very cautious about uh, guests because I know most of you want to hear only from me." Yeah, and uh, and, and he and he will rarely he gave ever, some time up to the president. Yeah, he rarely ever has a guest. Yeah, he rarely ever. That's true. Yeah, I love because it's not as of course as, he's right, but yeah, it's not but, as yeah. drastic as your confused American. But I love when he gets into that. That oh, voice of, oh my gosh. of basically confused American. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not. I mean, he's not doing a. He's not holding an air squat, Rick, and have cross-eyed like you do. Right. But, I yeah. mean, it's swapping <laughs> yeah, them. Maybe not. Yeah, that. swapping them. But it really is uh, great. So anyway, so Limbaugh, um, and it doesn't, there's no numbers in here, but I bet it's a dandy. Uh, he's uh, he's a very very uh, valuable commodity to Premier. Yep. Yeah, uh, but you've done a great job. Yeah, radio. So so anyway, um, he's one of the few people we have not met that I want to meet. I know we we did a show from Came his, close. You sat in his chair when he was yeah. in New York. Well, and we, I was there. I don't know that. if we need to bring that up. Greg, that probably <laughs> won't help yeah. situation. Surely by now. Yeah. It's, what I love when he got to the point where he just said, "Okay, I've I have gotten to the point now where I can make this decision, and technology allows. I am no longer living in this city." Yeah. And, right. and he left, and then he's the one with our technology. He's just been a pioneer of so many things. He's the first one I heard say this, and now that is more true than ever. Look, as long as I'm here, it doesn't matter where here is. Right. With the technology we have now, you don't have to jump markets and try to go to this market and that market. You can set up from anywhere. Well, that and, was the, the history of our business. You tried to get to a bigger market, bigger market, and New York City was number one. And right. when you got there, you're on top of the heap. And he got there and said, why do I want to live in New York? And yeah. went somewhere else he wanted to live. Yeah, here I am trying to stop everything that the people here do. Yeah, right, right. And Because, uh, well, you talk about a, a place that gets run into the ground by Democrats. Yeah. Well, now, <clears throat> being all so long, we, I forget what stories before or after, but speaking of radio personalities, Don Imus went on. Don yeah, Imus yeah, died yeah. while we were gone. Right after Christmas. Went on in. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, I, I that weird Great. cowboy had that dust eating that. Yeah. Did weird. you bring that up just so you could make fun of him? Right. Well, you know how he does. He was kind of, uh, you know, it's not bad. Bo, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you did a Don Imus. Well, well like, you know, yeah, yeah, it was. I never. <laughs> I can't say words. I don't know like, if that's him or Mitch McConnell. Well, it's the same. They're close. <laughs> I've never. Uh, you do a voice memo. I that. never. I never got into the Imus thing. It, w- it wouldn't really. I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm no, sorry, I'm just saying, no, yeah, no. legendary. I guess. Well, we did, he's we a legendary ha- radio. We guy. didn't have access to him growing up. I mean, mm-hmm. the ability to be able to hear him came along yeah. later when they through syndication and, and all that, and then we were already on the air during most of course, Everybody heard about him during the Rutgers. Yeah, uh, yeah. You yeah, talking about the nappy-headed? Right. Yeah, 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 and that yeah. one got him. Do you uh, remember, Bubba, that something you did for Turner South involving Don Atmos? Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> did you remember it up to that point when I said it? Yeah. Oh, I know. I knew, yeah, yeah, I knew. Well, Bubba, I mean, you know, what'd you do? <laughs> well, well what, what, what it was, Greg, well, we were is, just, is, we were is what you're fun. doing. We what you're doing, uh, we did a promo because they, we, they turned her south, said, you know, this is the thing now. 
cable channels are putting radio shows on TV. Yeah. So they came to, to talk <laughs> to us. That, so, was, that was dead on, by the way. That, that was it. So we right. did promos making fun of other people. Okay. That, that were on TV. I got you. And we and made he played, oh, and I, I played Stern. Imus. I played Stern, and, yeah, and Bubba played uh, oh, wow. Imus. And the thing he did is put a cowboy hat and did just what you did. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. All right, all right. All right. But you can't move. You, you couldn't move. You have to be dead. No, he, he, he was strange. What if you did a celebrity liner for us? I had to work on it. It's just not. It's like a barrel or so. It's not. <laughs> I'd like to remind everybody, too, that not Tom what, Landry. What, no. Hel- what, what Helmsley tried to say a minute ago, this segment on Don, Don Ima started because he's dead. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, right. he okay. died, and it's still fresh. No, and look, he's the one that brought it up, and the only reason he brought <laughs> he it up. He <laughs> so he can do that. <laughs> well, I mean, it was, I think, since we were on the subject. Oh, well, yeah. spinning it. Now, Russia isn't dead. But we were on the subject right. about you know radio personalities that are nationally known. Greg, Greg you brought up Don Imus' death, so you can make fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just, let's just cut to the chase. And, and look, Rick, I, and we're laughing. We're talking about that duster <laughs> and that cowboy. Because undoubtedly, oh, you've been working on it a little bit. You had it ready. <laughs> Rick, it, it is funny <laughs> to me, though. the studio with that duster on it. My joke was I'm not sure he was alive. <laughs> no, back, yeah, it didn't even then. Right, back even to then. Rush, though, it is funny to me that we have been to his studio, actually rented it uh, to use at, at WABC, and the engineer let us go into the, the one he was using. Mm-hmm. And that we've, we've met, you know, we've met Sean. We've met a lot of people. We've, we've met President Trump. We've been to the White House. Hey, you've been to the White House. And, I'm a name dropper. And, no, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just looking at the at, – Well, you know, Bubba's met the president. But we, we have never – we have never got to meet Rush. Now, Rush Limbaugh, I think, is is he is not sure whether we are worthy to meet him. Well, I, I don't. He, <laughs> yeah. he didn't even know who we are. But, no, he doesn't. Well, I tried but, to meet you. But guys. we <laughs> we met his manager. Yeah, and we even made a pitch to his manager to let us fill in and be on the fill in team. And you saw and how that, that got, worked. And that got alt. Can I tell you that? why we know that they denied that? Have you ever heard us fill in for Rush? <laughs> <laughs> now. Didn't the day we were in New York? Didn't Kit Carson come in there? Yeah, yeah. he yeah. went on in too. He went on. Yeah, he, he yeah, died. But I remember him coming not in long ago. Yeah. I, in, I the last, in the last what five six years or something. Yeah, it wasn't so, too yeah, long ago. Because yeah. uh, he and Rush were very close. Yeah. Remember, yeah. Rush was really torn up by yeah. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I remember him coming in the studio. Yeah, he did. That's the one we tried to get to let us. I even tried to get Hannity to give us a little boost. He couldn't help us out. No, I'm sorry. Rick and Bubba. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be. Six minutes past. Rick and Bubba Show from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, A.D. Van Adler, all in the mix, all here. Uh, we also have an unnamed intern just started at Rick and Bubba University. Uh, Hunter Buss is helping out today. And welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Glad to be here, Rick, and thank all of you for making it another great day. All right, so in the wor- in the in the world of daytime uh, and evening and syndicated uh, uh, game shows, a couple of stories uh, going on out there. The Wheel of Fortune. Uh, I know that, I, and I, I did see. Now I don't like the Wheel of Fortune. I don't think you do either, Bubba. I well, no, because I can't spell. Right. I, to me, <laughs> that is just a. 
<laughs> I have better luck at Jeopardy, to be yeah. honest with you. If yeah. I'm watching the Wheel of Fortune. I'm lost at Wheel of Fortune. I'm out of luck. I never see the words. I never see them coming. Even when they say it, I go, oh, I don't know if that's right or yeah. not. In my life, there's been, there's been very few times I was watching the Wheel of Fortune, and almost every instant, and almost every instance, this is what happens. I'm hot because the house is hot. I'm sitting next to an elderly re- relative, and it's on their TV in their house that has that cedar smell to it. Yeah, yeah. that's that's the yeah. only time that I've ever watched Wheel of Fortune because any other situation, I have the ability to avoid it, and I do. Yeah. Uh, but I understand that the uh, Pat Sajak's had some health issues. Yeah, he's yeah. had surgery, and he's had to have a a brief uh, leave of absence. Vanna White has moved from Letter Turner to host. And now they have brought in Pat Sajak's daughter yeah. to actually be the letter turner, Maggie, who is 25 years old. Okay. Isn't that funny? They've just shifted over. Well, look, let me tell you, Vanna White and Pat Sajak, huh. probably only second to us, yeah. <laughs> have, have put together one of the greatest gigs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you talk about somebody that locked and loaded, never tried to be anything other than no. this. This has got a giant paycheck tied to it. Yeah. We know how to do it. We can knock them out. Uh, we, we've been doing this. It, it's like second nature to us. And, buddy, they're not going to turn loose with this gig. Mm-mm. And showing that they're trying to pass it on, now they're bringing in one of them's kids. Now, yeah. what I love about this, wow. too, they showed a clip of Maggie the first time she was on the show. I think she was one or two years old. Mm-hmm. And they brought her out and talked to her. Now she's all grown up. And it's <laughs> this is the clip right here they're going to show in 96. There's her first appearance. How about that? And now she is a letter turner. Isn't that funny? How about that? All right. I've always thought Pat Sajak was a great follow on Twitter, even though I can't stand this show. And so I thought, he is funny. funny. Listen to his latest tweet. This will own y'all. Just updated my will, requesting at Ricky Gervais to speak at my funeral. That's good. That's good good stuff. That's very good. Also, uh, speaking of Jeopardy, uh, Jeopardy is beginning the, uh, what are they calling it, the the best of all, the greatest of all time? Their three biggest winners are coming back to compete against each other, and that starts tonight, right? Isn't that tonight that that starts? These three men are so good at Jeopardy. Just think about it. When somebody in the office, Greg, and I'm going to beat you to this joke because I know it's what you're thinking. Somebody who is Ken Jennings? Somebody, somebody in the con- in the conference room said, "Here's an idea. Why don't we bring back the three that have done the best in the history of Jeopardy?" And somebody says, "Man," and then one guy says, "You know, they ain't got nothing to do. They don't have anything on their calendar." Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, all three. Yeah, what do they do? I, I tell you what they're not saying is, "I can't. I have a date." Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. What time I need? Well, to be Rick, a lot of this, you know, Alex Trebek, the 35 year host of that show. Announced last year that he had uh, pancreatic cancer. Yeah. He was out for a while. He came back. Uh, he's announced he's having to do chemo again mm-hmm. because his numbers went high. Obviously, he, he's not in good health now. I mean, he's, no. he's battling. And we don't know how much longer Alex is going to – I hope he, you know, of course lives, but how much longer he's going to be able to do the show. Yeah. And I think they finally said, let's have the greatest of all time yeah. come and battle it out. And see where this goes. So yeah. you've got the three greatest. The three is, is he hosting now? Yeah. 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 Even and, while he's having treatment? Yeah. yeah. yeah and you are right. He It will be if you're listening live tonight on yeah. ABC 7 Central. So he, but I, I think he off. he uh, <clears throat> senses that you know his ability to host is, is probably oh, yeah. to yeah. close. I mean, the, the, and, the uh, prognosis is not good. And uh, no. he, uh, he, he had said, too, that when it is over, he's asked that he has 30 seconds to address 
the audience and said he can say everything he needs to in 30 seconds, and they granted him that. So, wow. wow. So that may be coming sooner than later. Mm. I wonder if it'll be tonight. Well, are they, they're not just doing one night. It's, no, it's no. all week, yeah. isn't it? Correct. Is it a four or five day? Yeah, it kicks off tonight, and they'll compete in a series of one-hour matches, each consisting of two complete games. The winner of each match will be decided – by their total point score in the two games, the first to win three matches receives a million dollars. Well, that ain't bad. That's a pretty good deal, isn't it? Pretty good. So, yeah, it, it's good. So, the if you were in a bind, and there there is no other option, okay, so a decision has to be made. You have got to sit down, and you've got to watch Will of Fortune or Jeopardy. Which one will you watch? It's easy for me. Jeopardy all day. Yeah, it'd be Jeopardy. I can't spell. Right. Yeah, it'd be Jeopardy. It'd be like being on so. a game show that does math, and I don't know my multiplication tables. There's no need for me to be over there. <laughs> right. Because that's all they Gosh, do. I don't know for me. Spin and, and come up with letters. So if you can't spell, you're out of luck. But yeah. I might be able to go – I might go Wheel of Fortune because I think it's more mindless. <laughs> I, th- I, I, think I, I think I can sit there and go, look, I can work this out. Well, yeah. you know, you know? <laughs> listening to Jeopardy is, is, is interesting because you can learn something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But – some of it is so far out there. I, I when they ask when they start, I go, who knows who designed the drawbridge? You know what I mean, or whatever. And I'm like, that is so far out there. No, no, you know who well, is Henry? You know, but I, I'm like, what? Who I, knew that? I have to ask to your point though. What I'm really choosing two horrible things here, which is why I set up that scenario. Feel like an idiot because I can't spell, or feel like an idiot because I don't know Jack. <laughs> I mean, you know, well, I mean, you, but see, you, yeah. I end up feeling stupid watching either show. I don't yeah. feel like I learn spelling watching Wheel of Fortune, I but I feel saying. like I do pick up a few questions every now and then. Right. It might be useful. Somewhere. Well, you know, I hate puzzles, so I may have to go, Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's a puzzle. I can't stand the puzzle. Rick, <laughs> sit in the audience of Jeopardy or go to a ham fest. <sighs> oh, ham fest to win that Jeopardy. one. Big time for me. <laughs> Guys, I, I, wow. <laughs> Uh, am I am I getting something outside the trip to Jeopardy? I mean, like, can I still go do other things where it is? I'm sure. I mean, is no, that just wearing back? It's just wearing lunch with Trebek. Where is that? Where is that video? Where's that shot at? Do y'all know? Where is Jeopardy done? Uh, Everybody to find know. out here. You know what? Well, I think Locust Fork. I mean, <laughs> at the, at the, they're shooting it over at the high school gym. Yeah. <laughs> Freeze. You, you know what's funny? When you go to LA, a lot of these shows are shot. On the lots that are owned by other networks of what they're on, like I know American Idol was actually shot on the CBS lot, you know, because their production companies are totally separate from their broadcast wing. So, you know, they're making money just putting on the show. Right, I that that go. was always funny to me. Right, and I, I got to go Burbank, to um, NBC's Burbank yeah. Studios. Mm-hmm. Yeah, original was in New York, but now they're in Burbank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I could do some other stuff while I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> but but if you go to Hamfest, Bubba might be with you, and y'all go like you that's know, true, the Waffle House or something. That, that's true. Uh, you know what? Eaton probably will be involved somewhere. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> if 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 I'm gonna if I'm if I'm going anywhere with you, I can just about guarantee we're gonna eat something. Yeah. You know. Can, so can I tell you and one of the, in a black shirt? Uh, yeah, the, especially right now. Um, 
Can, can I tell you, one of the, my favorite things that we have done over the years was when we went, it happened to be the Willie and Wanda trip. I'm about to all, say, what are you talking about? I know what things. you, do Aside you know what else that, would have happened on that trip? Aside from that, <laughs> when we went to the ABC lot and got to see where they shot a lot of the ABC shows, that was very interesting That was good. Me. Mm-hmm. Universal Studios see, in L.A. Yeah. And to see where Bandstand was done, because mm-hmm. growing up, that was our big MTV. I mean, we didn't have all that. It's hard for kids now to imagine how limited our access to seeing the artists were, but to see that, that where that and the bandstand logo is still up in the rafters, you know, where they let it up and down. But to see that floor where that was done, and then to go back and look at clips now and go, yeah, that was it. I was in that garage right there where they did yeah, that. Yeah, that was funny. And it's always any because of the magic of television. Anytime you see something in person, it's so unimpressive based on what it looks like on TV. Mm-hmm. Man, they can really yeah. make it look like oh, a, a, a big-time situation. When I walked into Saturday Night Live, yeah. I mean, it was tiny. I would be mad if they told us that was our new studio. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, we don't have any room in here. <laughs> I mean, it's tiny. Uh, we'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 21 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us today. 866, we be big as our number. Rick and Bubba, spell out the word and.com is our website. Go there for all the information about the Rick and Bubba show. Check those upcoming events. A lot of uh, events going on here in 2020. Be headed to Missouri this Saturday. First Baptist Church, Charleston, Missouri. Uh, men's event. If you're in the uh, Sykeston, Charleston, Cape Girardeau area and you want to join us for that event, you still can. The details are rickandbubba.com uh, right there under events. So as we come back, because uh, let me, let's ask this question because I was trying to come up with this number in my head. There, there's two shows that, that when they came on the air and, and they're still on today, and one of them we're about to discuss, and the two that I think of because they were around the same time, Survivor. Mm-hmm. And The Bachelor. How long have these shows been uh, on the air? Is it twenty years? Uh, because it seemed like it was two thousand, two thousand one, somewhere in there. I was all about Survivor originally. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I think I, two seasons held me. Too full. Of course, I can't remember anything about it now. Right. That guy that was naked all the time yeah, on there. The first one. What was his name? Richard. Richard something. Yeah, I, that kind of turned me off. To the <laughs> yeah, that, that didn't help. But then and the fact that the naked guy's name was Richard was kind of a horrible yeah, movie. Yeah, it was. It was kind of ironic. But the... Um, <laughs> It, it was it was a difficult situation. Survivor Survivor started in 2000, and The Bachelor started in 2002. Guys, wow. these shows. Do you realize if you have a TV show that stays on the air 20 so years, Survivor's still on now. It yes, is, it oh is. yeah, it's still on. Y'all, when we talk about a sitcom, if you went 10 years, your Hall of Fame. Yeah, I mean that's Mash. That's uh, years. That's Seinfeld. You know that that <laughs> that is, level. What did Seinfeld yeah. do? Nine seasons. Wow, he did nine or ten. And then some of the others were like twelve, like you said, or something I like think that. 10. 10. Mash yes, went that's ten. Crazy. Yeah, ten. Yeah, Bob that, Newhart. He was because I was thinking about that, and I thought, no way. And then I thought, well, if it came on in 2000, 2001, and, 2002, and, yeah. And this Bachelor Bachelorette thing, they do how many a year? Couple of years. They're kind of like the Voice, aren't they? They'll they'll have they'll have multiple seasons. <laughs> yeah. And um, so, uh, but you were saying there's a there's a tie-in. Uh, there's a lot of 
people from at least where we live. Yeah, in our from. area yeah. on this one. Uh, not and, on you know, not that I watch it. I mean, Betty watches it, and I have to, you know, by osmosis, I catch a little bit of it. You're talking about The Bachelor? Yeah. You know, Hunter's here. He can title on you. If he's no, he, he knows. I usually don't watch it. But this this year, no, I, look, I'm a little more interested because we, you know, at times, we, you know, we live in this area. We have connections to some of the people, <clears> but uh, we we know the family of one of these better than, than we've known the previous one, so... You know, I'm kind of pulling for Madison P. here a little bit on this one. So th- then you know this family? Yeah, we met them this summer, the Pruitts. Very nice folks. Okay. Hunter, 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 I met them through Hunter, actually. He went to church with them. Okay. And uh, we met them, and, uh, and Chad, the dad, is an assistant basketball coach at Auburn. So okay. we, uh, we've got to know him pretty well. And uh, we're pulling for Madison P. We're on Madison P.'s team all the way. Did, 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 wasn't there some? Didn't you tell me there's like three different people? That <laughs> yeah, there's are, another. Somewhere? There's another girl from Birmingham. I think there's. Uh, there, I know there's uh, one from Knoxville, and uh, and I think there was one from Tuscaloosa. Or the Birmingham girl goes to Alabama. I could remember which one it was. Now, didn't they have? There's a bunch of. Didn't them they last have some night. some, some Tuscaloosa girl on there that, that before too? Right, Hannah Brown. She yes. and she actually showed up again Hannah. on the show last night, and she showed up just for a minute to give. Uh, Pete the pilot, but you didn't see it. Back. You talking about no, Pistol I Pete? <laughs> I didn't see it, but you didn't see it. No, I didn't see it. It's but just what Betty told she, you. She she brought uh, his wings back that he had given her on a date, and then she showed up on one of the group dates. But I was already going to sleep, so I you know I I stayed up long as I could. You know this thing comes on in the middle. Where of Where you night, at on so. Pistol Pete? Uh, well, I, I don't I don't really know that much about him. I mean, I know he uh, you know <laughs> Pilot he, Pete. Yeah, pickled Pilot He's, Pete. He seemed like he's a nice guy. He's pilot. You know, does all right. So uh, I really don't know that much. Bubba, about you him. do understand that that, and and I'm I'm speaking for the entire room, and I hope that's okay. But you you saying you don't watch this that Betty and his osmosis, right, whatever. It is. Here's the way this would be: every day I come in here and I discuss college football, NFL football right. with everybody in the room. It'd be like me getting on the air and saying, "But I didn't watch any of the games." I don't watch it. Yeah. Amanda watches it, but I don't watch right. it. Right. Well, you you can pick up a lot walking through, and I mean, when we go to bed at night, <laughs> you Betty, sure do. Betty's watching it, so I catch a little bit of it till I pass out. Which right. you know, I stay up late as I can. Do I was you, up. I felt like to the middle of the night last night, about nine o'clock. Wow, you, know, you know? party animal. Wow. Now, do you watch it with your CPAP on? Like, do you watch well, it? And go. I'll this is what this is what usually I can't happens. Believe he down there. I know. This is what usually happens. I I, I'm laying there watching it. Betty, will and you I'm, accept my rose? <laughs> <laughs> Get off my hose. <laughs> so I'm usually sitting there watching it, and then I will probably doze off and start to snore. Oh. And Betty will elbow me oh, and yeah. say, put your mask on. And then I put my mask on, and I'm probably – can take in a few more things that's happening, and then I'm out. All right, so that you answered my question, because my question was in the CPAP world, you know – being spontaneous and, and CPAPs don't seem to go together. So, no, so, so no. I was thinking, if you're going to watch something in your bedroom and then go to sleep, so a lot of people go to sleep watching something. They say you shouldn't do that because you don't, your mind is not at rest. But, but a lot of people do it. Yeah. it but, but what I'm saying is, you just answered it. I was wondering because to me, when you put the CPAP on. It's it's over. I mean, it's, Checkmate. It's time to go. So what happens? You're not going to make it long. You fall that. asleep, uh, you know, kind of in a fluid, uh, organic situation, but then Betty hears the snoring, 
And then you put yeah, the seatbelt that's on. That's usually how it goes. Okay. That, or that sometimes I know I'm getting sleepy, and so I'll just reach over there and get it. I get sleepy when I see the seatbelt machine. I can't look at it, or I'll really get sleepy. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, oh, I'm so, I'm so uh-huh. trained. I'm like Pavlov's dog. You sit still. You get sleepy when you sit still. Oh, yeah. And that's well, Hunter from the yeah, other yeah, one. That's true. Yeah, I can go to sleep usually pretty quick. It's usually not a problem, if you know yeah. what I mean. No. Oh, uh, so, and, and I'm bad about if I'm riding with somebody, I get sleepy. If I'm driving, I'm fine. I can stay up there. I don't have any problem with that. <clears throat> but if I'm riding and I'm not having to pay attention. <laughs> oh, we've had some stories that oh, are best man. of moments where oh, you yeah, would yeah. ask if, if we're okay. And by the time we answer you, you're snoring. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. you must stay awake pretty good when the bachelor's on, though. Yeah. Yeah. Because you sure do know a lot about you it. Do. Well, I usually don't. I mean, I'm, I'm obviously <laughs> because I'm pulling for Madison P this time. Well. Yeah. She I'm, hasn't I'm, always been on the show, though, and but you I, seem to know I will about watch, all of them. I will watch more of it this time than I usually Lisa do. will be watching, and oh. every now and then I'll sit down and, and I'll look up and see. But You, know. you can't help I, but if you're I'm, on in the room. It's you can no pick rock up. of love. Yeah, <laughs> I got you. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I missed that. That was, that was more of my. Can, can I tell you? You know, you know, one of the funniest things to me because the, it's about a click. About about it's close. Yeah, yeah. One of the funniest things to Will me because we, my world. we know <laughs> so we know how the TV world operates, and and like you had said, it's been on since two thousand and two. So they have to continually try to make you think that what you're about to see is the most shocking thing they've yes, ever had. Of course, and the way they'll set that up. Never before has oh, this happened uh-huh. in, the, in the history. Time. And they do it every year, and it's every, just it's comical. The now. most part, shocking <laughs> ending. <laughs> you will not believe what you're about to see. All right, Greg. Mm-hmm. Out of, I'll out of, be right back. How about this, Greg? Out of 18 years, I can say this, and I bet you I'll be close. Whoever is the person, bachelor or bachelorette, will make out with tons of people. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll be in hot tubs. With cameras be, all around. They'll be scantily clad. They'll roll around. At the end, some shocking person will come back. He'll ask somebody or she'll ask somebody to marry him, and then they won't end up married. Or they'll reveal that he had a girlfriend before he came. Right, so yeah. That's always a twist. Right. There. You know, I'm, I'm amazed that people that get on this show don't clean their act up ahead of time because they think people are not going to find out. But Bubba, I get to be on TV. <laughs> yeah, but but not to be dog. Rick, right. Rick and Bubba. To the people we go, phone troll lines available. Um, nine out of the ten are available. So, if you want to get in right now and make a move, start calling with your comment, question, bringing information to the table, you certainly can do that right now. And we'll get to your phone call coming up here momentarily. Uh, you know, a product that uh, came to the Rick and Bubba show solidified, and people are using it all over the country. And that is Relief Factor. Man, I love to hear it. We take it, Sherry and I both at the house. Uh, it's all natural. It, it uh, helps the body with its nash, nat, you know, natural response to if you have inflammation in the body. And inflammation is, is an enemy of the body. And the body has an inflammatory response, which brings the pain and the, the aches and, and uh, a lot of times uh, you know, chronic pain. And the over-the-counter stuff, they're not really designed to be used every day. Uh, that's not why they were created. Uh, and, of course, they can have some bad side effects, opioids and, and pain management with the prescription drugs we know can be problematic. They're trying to work on that, but still not designed to be a, a lifestyle. But with the relief factor, it's all natural, so it can be. And if you'd like to get yours, we'll send it to you. Get three weeks for nineteen ninety five. Within three weeks, you'll know whether it's going to work for you or not. You'll start feeling some relief. And if you don't, 
then sadly Relief Factor is not the the answer. Uh, we got uh, Tanya who uh, listens to us via the TuneIn app out of Texas. She said, uh, I've, I've been taking Relief Factor for over a month now. Unfortunately, I was hit by a car while walking almost a year ago. Got to the place where nothing I tried for pain relief was working, but my husband heard you guys talking about Relief Factor on the TuneIn app, and uh, he bought that for me. Within maybe a week or less, I've started noticing a decrease in the pain in my lower back and an increased range of motion. Pretty sure Relief Factor had something to do with that. So thank you, guys. It's the best thing I've tried so far. So you can get yours, too, and maybe you send us an email. Tell us how it's working for you. We start with Mike and Harvest. Lines are available if you want to join us. We'll go uh, to the phones now. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones are trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone trolling. All right, Mike, how you doing, buddy? Go ahead. I'm doing well, and you guys? Fine. Great. No, Great. Doing good. Before I get started, I wanted to wish Greg a happy Thanksgiving. There you go, Greg. Y'all mm-hmm. were talking a little while ago about Pat Sajak. Uh, about 15 years ago, I saw him on Letterman, and he basically worked about three three months a year. Oh, yeah. And uh, But I got to thinking after y'all talked about that, I got to thinking about what what are the easiest jobs you can have. Uh, I thought about Willie Nelson's drummer. That's a pretty easy job. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and jingle jingle writers, you know, people that write jingles for these companies. I don't know I if mean, that's easy or not. That's a lot of pressure. We are farmers. Yeah. Uh, what's yeah. That? What's what's we that? are farmers. That's it. Well, that was pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The uh, yeah that uh, that job uh, the jingle job though Bob said is a lot lot, a lot, a lot of pressure, of pressure to keep writing those you yeah. Know? Yeah, it's not as good as your by minute. <laughs> by minute. Do <laughs> you remember that when you start trying to use it? <laughs> Lines are available if you want to join us. Josh in the great state of Alabama. Josh, go ahead, and a timeout is gone, so only one remains. Josh, go. Josh? Hi, Josh. Hey. Josh, go ahead. You're on. Hey, hey. I was on mm-hmm. relief back. Very tough. Well, I can Josh try try it again, buddy. Hello. Yeah, we got you. Go ahead. Uh, mm. The uh, question question about the uh, relief factor. Okay. Uh, I'm a uh, I'm just like Gary. Uh, I'm a turkey hunter as well, right. and I get to sit. I get to sitting around the trees and uh, waiting on the birds to come in, and my back gets to hurt me real bad to the point where I have to move. And it just, you know, I, I'm trying to find something to where I can take that back pain away. Is that something that you guys recommend? All I can say is, you know, I, there's no way to know because I don't know what's actually causing the pain. I'm not a doctor, though. I play one on the radio. But mm-hmm. uh, I can tell you with that kind of stuff with me, it certainly helps. Um, so there's no way to really know uh, unless yeah. you try it. But try the uh, try the three-week start pack. Uh, but it, it has been beneficial to me. Uh, Sam and Russellville. Sam, 30 seconds, buddy. Go right ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey. Uh, just wanted to touch on the stampede that took place yesterday during the general from Iran's funeral that killed 40 people and injured 240 more. I wanted to know if anybody actually knew what started it. I, no, I have not heard. Have you heard? I have not. I've only read that there was a stampede. And okay. Jacob, Greg, Greg had one theory, and he thought it might have been somebody thought they heard the sound of a drone. <laughs> well, I mean, you never know. Somebody looked up and said "drone." drone. And that, All right, so, and I don't know how you say the guy's name that that there was the the death yesterday. What's his how you say? Soleimani. Is that, oh, Soleimani. that's not as bad as it sounds. Did you see where the idiot, the idiot CNN reporter, 
fell for Babylon yes. B and thought yes. a Babylon B headline was a real oh, headline and, and, and started dogging uh, conservatives for having headlines like this, not knowing it was it was satire. From, the Babylon Bee found its way. Hmm. A CNN reporter, and here was the headline, Democrats call for flags to be flown at half-mast to grieve the death of Samanali. Yeah. And they're mad because it's made its way to Facebook, and it's it's in real fine well, print that it's satire, and and he's saying people are really falling for it. And um, well, I mean, it's easy to do that because the Democrats are dogging Trump for doing it. So right, it's yeah. a, it's an easy yeah. s- satirical uh, effort at that yeah, point because they're right. helping it out. Let yeah. me tell you something. That doggone bee. I know. It's did, you, did you see some of the ones they did at the start of the year? Local man's Bible excited to be read for one week again this year. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great See, that's on us, and that's a good one. Yeah, that's fun. So if it's a good one, it's a good one, no matter who it's on, right? Oh, look, they, oh, they're rough. They're, they're good. And a lot of it has got some horrible, horrible truth to it. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, that was that. So now the Babylon Bay, so they'll, they'll go all day on that. My favorite is when the new guy that took it over. They, I mean, they're always making fun of themselves as much. He said right. that he 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 was uh, excited about the fact that he'd taken the Babylon Bee and driven it into the ground, <laughs> and that was his headline. <laughs> so we continue. If you're gonna do satire. You got to do it all the way around. Yeah. Though. Oh, they make fun of themselves too. Uh, let's go to uh, Matt Tuscumbia. Matt, uh, thirty seconds. Go ahead. Good morning, guys. Hey, buddy. Uh, this is about really a, a former contestant that was on The Bachelor. I'm I don't watch the show much, but did you guys read the story? Uh, familiar, it just happened over the weekend of uh, the girl that um, her and her husband are being investigated on DraftKings. If I don't know if you're familiar with DraftKings, yeah, we are. They're being investigated for the collusion. No, is this a former um, contestant on uh, The Bachelor or Bachelorette? Yeah, she was a former contestant on The Bachelorette, and her and her husband won a billion dollar contest on DraftKings. Which one was it? Do we know? Yeah. We've had a couple of them on. We had Brooke Smith, who was the first Bachelorette on, or no, she was on the first Bachelor, wasn't it? Wasn't that the first, very one first one? She was on. Of course, she still lives here in town. I see her out and about from time to time. She's on local TV here. But we had Tristan on. Wasn't that her name? Mm-hmm. That married the fireman. Yes. Yeah. I think yes, so. you're right. Yeah, we had her on the show. That's when the show like first started. Yeah, the first, it was like this first phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, Sam in Kentucky. Sam, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Morning, guys. Hey, you. Hey, are you? Merry Christmas, <laughs> Happy Hanukkah, and all that other stuff. Thank you, buddy. Hey, I got a quick question for you. You know, when they got this general salami, where? Why was he in Iraq if he's from Iran? You get where I'm going? Yeah they they said he was uh, traveling. I can't remember. He was he was coming to meet with the uh, head yeah. guy in Iraq, wasn't yeah. he? The militia guy. Yeah, I yeah. think that's was he was with him, right? Jacob in Jacksonville, Alabama. Jacob, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Hey, I was calling to see if y'all had seen the video that's on Facebook that talks about the uh, former CIA agent or Secret Service agent that spills some of the major secrets and includes Mike Rogers. I know. I didn't. I have not seen that. Uh, what, what is it? It's a video. Here, here. And it's about 24 minutes long, and it uh, basically has a former Secret Service agent and it, Mike Rogers being in the NSA. And he basically talks about Mike Rogers smelling a rat, and then he tries to uh, expose a lot of these guys, and then it goes through a couple of different little mop-ups that a lot of the Democrats try to mop and clean everything up, how they're all related and know each other. Uh, I can see uh, it to y'all's Facebook page if you uh, want me to. Jacob, t- hold on just a minute. I, I'm, are, you, are you referring to Congressman Mike Rogers? Yes. 
but but he wouldn't be in the NSA. He's a congressman. He has. He supposedly has some type. Of, unless there's two, and I may be wrong. There may be two, yeah. but he supposedly has a tie that has in the NSA or something. It talks about... He uh, may be on an oversight committee right. of the NSA, but he wouldn't be it, in the NSA and a sitting congressman. You're talking about yeah, two different I people here. There's, there's, there's two, two different people. Yeah. You're yeah. talking about the former United States Navy Admiral. Okay, and that may be it. And I'm sorry for being wrong, but... Uh, That's all right. We're wrong all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Can right. I send it to y'all's Facebook page? Would y'all be able to get it that way? I have no idea. I can't even figure out how to look just at videos send us on an email, Just email us a link. To you. <laughs> okay. Uh, what is this paper airplane? Over? What's that? Yeah, I thought that was location services. Yeah. I don't know what that Thank was. you, guys. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try that, by the way. All right, so we have no more timeouts. We've used them both. Uh, Rusty and Greenville. Rusty, go ahead. 30 seconds. How about it? So 30 seconds is going to be hard this How's one. How's it going? Good. Great. Uh, the TV show 60 Days In, have you guys ever seen it? I have not. It's uh, it's about they take uh, individuals and put them in prison or in jail for wow. sixty days, like Lori Laughlin. Kind of like that, but the sixty days this time it's out of Gadsden, Alabama. Oh boy, are you and serious? Got, let me tell you what the people up there in that jail they are something else. <laughs> <laughs> they say they say it is a rough ride. Oh that, yes, that oh. what's going on there Uh-oh. is is big time. Uh, <laughs> Robin, Scary. 30 seconds. Look, go ahead. We're not surprised by right, no, I, know. Okay. I know. Robin, go ahead. Green, a- Green Acres, everyone. Uh, What's on your mind? Oh, Greg, have you wished mm-hmm. all the Nickies and Peggies a happy new year? <laughs> <laughs> Almost there, <Yeah>. Greg. <laughs> Most of the Nickies had to work New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> they're still on vacation. Yeah, they're recovering. Greg. <laughs> 14 minutes to the top of the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Thanks for your phone calls. We'll we'll get to more of them as the show continues. We'll come back. More to do on the Rick and Bubba Show. Stay with us with everything you can ever want to know about the Rick and Bubba Show at rickandbubba.com. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is eight minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba's show, we're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. All right, so a couple of things uh, that we'll cover on, on the program, and Speedy was talking about it in the break. All right, so if you remember, Greta Thornburg, uh, Thunberg, or however you say her name, God love her. Uh, Thunderbird, Rick. Thunderbird. How dare you? How dare you? It's being, you. you know, one, you. to me, one of the How more, dare you, Miss Class again? One of the more open cases, <laughs> one of the more open cases How dare you? of child abuse that we're just letting happen. These people that have taken this young lady and terrified her. Uh, she's a child and terrified with uh, even some challenges and, and have terrified her. Ship. And then they're going out using That's her and floating her around on some boat and yeah. all this. But anyway, if you remember, Seasick. if you remember one of the things that they were trying to convince us that we just we, that we needed to care about, how dare you? Was the the Australian fires, uh, of course, called Bubba by what? Man-made global warming. Were they blaming that? Oh yes. Oh, yes. oh yes. yes. She even yeah, does. A, she it. she even cries about it and and all this. Well, um, it is summertime there, right? Well, yeah. Bubba, we also um, I hate to mess up the man-made global warming people here, but they've arrested nearly 200 people and have been charged with fire-related offenses 
meaning that people are behind the catastrophic wildfire. They are behind it, but it has nothing to do with their, their carbon footprint. It has everything to do with the fact that a lot of them have been arsonists or they've just been careless with fire. Mm-hmm. Now, see, that's not exactly climate. No. Would, would you agree? I mean, that, <laughs> no. that's not um, – No, that's not <laughs> goofballs. Yeah. And let me tell you here, this is what it's done. It's killed 25 people, about a million kangaroos and koala bears. And other yeah, I keep seeing a lot of koala bear footage of yeah. burn up koala. Well, Greg, I was yeah. like, remember, like the polar bear. If they can get a, if they can get a, a some kind of creature and, and let and say that you're causing them to die, then well, I see one tearing up a water bottle. You probably don't just run up and pick up a koala bear. They probably, you know, even though people yeah. think they're pets and and stuffed yeah. animals, they probably don't I mean, care for that. You know, especially if they're <laughs> smoked and on fire. You know? Yeah, probably not a good idea. Do you know they can be very, very dangerous? They're, well, yeah, they're, I bet they are. They look cuddly, but they'll cut well, you. A lot of people are holding them. I guess it was a little cold from the fire, but they yeah. shows people holding them. They, 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 they can get you, though. You better be real careful with one. Yeah, so, we know about the gang. But, guys, it, it yeah. sounds well, like that we just got some over there anyway. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. it sounds like it has nothing to do with the climate, even when it gets dry and hot. You know what really doesn't help if you have people that are starting fires? Yeah, all yeah, over so, the place. So we, we have that. And then this Chelsea Clinton thing that you and I were looking at, that there's a Chelsea Clinton story today that says she well, made – Well, it was just interesting, yeah. I thought, it, because, you know, we deal with some of this kind of stuff, and uh, it was interesting to me these numbers on Chelsea Clinton. It's, this is not a hate to Clinton no, segment, no, shockingly. It's, no, it, uh, but uh, it was just interesting. It's uh, a story today. It's in the New York Post, and it says uh, that Chelsea Clinton has made $9 million dollars since 2011 from corporate board positions. Wow. And uh, it goes in to kind of show what her financial world has looked like. And uh, it says the former first daughter since 2011 has been on an annual retainer of $50,000 a year for serving on the board of IAC. That's the Interactive Corp., which is uh, business controlled by television mogul Barry Diller. Um, and all of this is coming from Forbes and, and Barron's and all this, the information on this. Um, she also got $250,000 worth of restricted IEC stock units. Um, and that company has done uh, very well over the past few years. She can thank Donald Trump for that. Uh, and so the price of that stock has gone up now. It is worth $8.95 million. Um, she earned six hundred thousand dollars a year uh, in twenty thirteen, working as a special correspondent for NBC News. In twenty seventeen, she was named to the board of Expedia, earning an estimated two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. So uh, Chelsea Clinton is making a lot of money as a professional board member. Now, and we well, heard about yeah. uh, Biden's son. Yep. Being on the board, and he was making fifty thousand a month, uh, a month on that. Um, and I think the Pelosi's have also had some kin folks that are involved in that. But you know, we've been involved in some boards and still on some that are usually nonprofit, and of course they don't uh, they don't pay for those positions. They usually want you to donate to the charity to be on the board. Yes, and I think that's a, a fair uh, you know a fair uh, request for a nonprofit. Uh, because you are donating time and helping out, you're wanting to be there to help be part of the co- uh, the solve the problems of that, and to carry on what that nonprofit does. But um, I, I was not aware that the corporate board world made those kind of numbers on all that stuff. But I, I was looking up, and I don't have it here in front of me now. But they said if you're on an S and P 500 board, 
the average of the board members is about two hundred eighty thousand a year. So I guess in their wow. in their world, a board is really where you're just part of our team, or you and you get in here and help us make decisions about our company and all that, and we're paying for your expertise. Yeah, I think a lot of people, you know, if you look uh, the, on their board, they have people who are very knowledgeable in legal, yeah, accounting media issues so they can draw on all that now in some of these cases like with chelsea i think it's to have influence of her parents uh and the bidens and all that i think you see a lot of that too well yeah and you're right when it comes to politicians that gets a little different but i mean certainly all of us if you know if your parents or whatever and you you think you can give your kid an opportunity to work at a company because you know somebody and now they got to get in and do a good job but, yeah, yeah but i mean you know we all we all have if said hey i know somebody so yeah uh, and and it is who you know you you it, that is as important as what you know uh, and so many it is to and, get doors open it, it, it really is now you got to make it happen once the doors yeah open. yeah and and some people think that's a negative it's it's something that there's really no way around it it's just the way it is yeah now if i if i send you jethro and he's not worth the darn and yeah. you just keep giving yeah. a check jethro. to sit to sit around and be an idiot well now that, yeah. that's different but if, but if you if you got the door checks, open and then you made it happen then you know that's all right aside from a government agency mm-hmm. if you're passing out checks that means you're making money and you got to have some people know what they're doing to yeah. keep that money coming in because the the landscape's always changing. So you got to always be, you know. It just continues to amaze me these people on the left that have and I and I applaud them that have done so well under the capitalistic system. And then to hate capitalism. And then they demonize the very system that well, enabled them to have the standard of living they have. Yeah, look at Chelsea right there. 9 million dollars in the past 9 years. Yeah. And you know, they, they have very heavily socialistic tendencies that would be against all this. I, I don't get it. I, I Those mean, are publicly traded companies. I mean, that capitalism, stock market, that all goes together, you know. <laughs> Top of the hour. If you leave us, have a great day. You got more Rick and Bubba. Lord willing, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. Here we go, six minutes past the hour. Thanks for being with us as we've kicked off, as of yesterday, our 26th anniversary. When this show began, there weren't many people that would have hedged on 26 days. And here we are 26 years later. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler here, all ready to move forward. An unnamed intern, Bubba's son, Hunter Buss, is here helping out. And speaking of Bubba, welcome back. Number 12 on his jersey, but number one in your heart, Bill Bubba Buss. Rick, what an honor, what a pleasure to sit here and seat old number two. Mm, so how about this? You, you sat on down there, did good old boy theater, didn't know if you'd be asked back. How about that? And then here we are, mm. 26 years later. I know, shocking. How, how, how thankful are we for the people that, that said, how, how about this? I know everybody says y'all a bunch of goodies, but we listen, we watch, we're here. I want to hug every single one of them. I would too. Yep. How bizarre. All right, so let's do a wacky world update. How bizarre. Well, we've, How bizarre. Got a, we've done a bunch of these over the years. Now, here's another one today. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. It's making me crazy. It's making me crazy. Every time, every time. 
Rick, this story out of Lake Worth Beach, Florida. Someone in a Florida neighborhood heard chilling cries and a cry for help that said, let me out. They dialed 911. Police showed up at a man's house. He was actually working on his car in the front yard, wanted to know where the sounds were coming from. Turns out it was not as heinous as it could have been. It was a 40-year-old parrot named Rambo. So Rambo, Ooh, the like parent, Rambo. was making the noise. Yes. Uh, when he came back out with the parrot, the police got a good laugh out of it. Uh, the man said that he'd had the parrot for many, many years, and when he was a kid and Rambo lived in a cage, he taught him to say, let me out. Let me out. Mm. No, we have, no, the we audio. have audio. Yeah, driveway uh, footage here on camera of the parrot and the cops walking up. <laughs> now he's working on his car. This is just in the background. Because he's heard him do that all the time. What a bip. Yeah. Oh, God. Here's the law coming up. Rambo. He's calling for Rambo now. He's going to go get him. Got a dog, too. He's got a dog. Watch the dog. Yeah, here we go. Look, they're already starting to laugh. <laughs> now he's about to produce the parrot. Here. Right, Four so. officers responded, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Hands on hip. Well, uh, the, uh, I wish the dog would stop barking. I think I'd rather hear the parrot. Are you me? The dog really needs to be quiet. Right. Right, the dog's ruining the video for me. Yeah, I can't. The dog's ruining the video for me. He's tell, finally tell the dog to hush. Okay. No, I can't. I can't. Okay, gosh, I can't listen to the dog. But there, there he is. Tell Chloe to be quiet. Rambo was <laughs> apparently <laughs> loose in the backyard. Uh, he was. Yeah. No, it looks like he went so to the backyard to get him. He didn't go get him out of a cage. I don't know if he's in a cage or you not. Know, he <laughs> said when he was little, when he was a kid, and Rambo lived in a cage is when he taught him to say that. Right. So I mean, the way he's implying that he he doesn't live in a cage now, but you wouldn't leave a parrot outside. No, no I think what he's just saying. Why well, he was when, when he was a kid, he talked. Yeah, him. I don't know why. Well, I've got to ask a question. Case. If you heard, if you heard this sound right here coming from the, the neighbor's, the neighbor's house. house, right here. Are you a are you a nine one one guy or are you a I'm going to walk over there by myself and ask. Hey, is everything all right? Hey, or what's going leave. on? <laughs> yeah, you go by yourself though. You might end up being the next guy hollering for help. You know. Um, so I guess you're a nine one one guy, and I know Helmsy. No, I, I think call he calls. Him. No, I you think call I, would, one I would walk over there with help. You know, I go out. Would you go? Oh, I, I go. Okay? What I do is I go out and I go out into my yard and I my, go, dude, who's crying in the backyard? <laughs> into my into my you know yard first. And just kind of give the head, look around, and if I and if I see the guy working, then I ask him, "Hey, man, is somebody hollering? They need help." And then that guy says, "Ah, oh, it's just my parrot," and then I'm good. Now at that point, I begin to do everything I can do to remove the parrot, you know, because I, I don't want to live next to that. I don't want to hear that. Right. You know, I, I, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear his dog yap. I don't hear any of that. I know Adler's nine one one guy. I know that. Oh He's, well, he'd yeah. be all over. Oh yeah, Adler be over there yeah. like you know. He'd tell him this is a family yard and they don't need to have that activity out there. That's right. <laughs> that sounds a lot Man. like a person. And, and he's, yeah, saying, he's saying, help me out or what is it? <laughs> Greg. <Yeah. laughs> What's wrong it with you? Does. What is he seriously? Right. <laughs>
<laughs> well, when I first heard him, I thought it was none of my business. <laughs> That's right. Like, my own business. Wow. It was you. Just, a little much. Just saying, you got You can't get in everybody's business. You got to have that more information. <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah, but, but if okay. I'm in my yard and I'm hearing it, shut the window. You know. <laughs> Okay. What what <laughs> By the way, I'm more upset. Everybody thinks, oh, they found out it was just. I don't want to hear that parrot scream that all the time. No. Y'all no. want to hear that? I would want no. the parrot removed for good. No. Feed me. Because you don't feed me. Why you don't feed me? I don't know. I was just being a parrot. But the. Uh, <laughs> But when you when you get back to because the thing is this is one of those things you can probably live with when you're going through the normal stuff of the day. Yeah. But like I found this out the other day, and I, I don't know what this is, and I've I've addressed it with Sherry, and and she says, and she's and believe it or not, she says she's going to try to work on it. I I don't know what it is about this thing with my wife, but if if she gets up for the day or whatever, and you're still asleep. She doesn't. There seems to be very little concern about the sleeping person. Oh, yes. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about the loudest know we've person about on this earth. Before. You're talking about slamming cabinets. Well, so but like so the other. And if you did that in the morning before you left, oh, it would be oh, unacceptable. How many lights do you have to turn on? I'm telling you, right. it's amazing night. to me. Wow, find a it's jury. like their vision is not any good. <laughs> so, I, so I, you're I, not doing surgery. Right. You can see to walk through that. Right. You'd probably do it with your eyes closed. You've done it so much. <laughs> it happened the other night. I was sitting downstairs watching TV, and, and, and we can't keep all that stuff in our bathroom. We just can't. <laughs> yeah. Not all of that's not in there. Yeah. So I've got I've got the light off, watching TV, you know. And she comes down to watch it with me and just flips the light on and then sits down. And I said, so I guess you want to watch it with the light on. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just like you know, whatever, whatever, however they want the room to be, they just make it yes. Yes. You know, the temperature of well, the light. And what's amazing, Rick, about that is they'll do Radio. it. They'll do that. They'll come in and set the tone. The way they want it, and sixty-seven seconds left, you can't find them. No, they, they leave. It's, they leave. Yeah, yeah. it's so, like, what? Why did you do all that? So, You're not even here anymore. So we're talking about noises, and so I don't understand this. To me, if you got up, and it's just me, and you're saying I'm up, I'm not. I, I'm not going to sleep anymore. I'm officially up. I'm officially up. Hey, my my loving spouse is not. When you when you leave the bedroom to go to the kitchen, get your coffee, do whatever you want to do, you would think you would shut the door. You oh, would think yeah. you would take the door <laughs> yeah. and you would shut it completely so yeah. the person in here right. would not yeah. hear. And so every, I don't know what it – my wife will crack a door – she just she's gonna leave it cracked no matter what. I don't know why. I don't know what that's about. I don't know why it's not that way. And and you know like sometimes I'll wake up you know because I usually go to bed first when work starts back. Uh, not all the time, but sometimes. And I'll get up and I'll be like I'll be wasting. Why is there a light in here? And there's a light coming through the now not shut door. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right in your face. Yeah, and I'm doing, so anyway. So it was just huh. tiny little noise. She had her phone and she was going through Duolingo. You know the the language, and it just has this tiny little tiniest of noises every time you get the word right. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there, and I'm I'm thinking, man, I'm still on vacation. And I'm sleeping, and I keep hearing this noise. And 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 so I start now. It, then it gets to where like somebody has a a, a bullhorn. <laughs> you know, in, 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 into into your. In, in, and I so imagine if you live next to something that was really kind of oh, noisy. Are you kidding me? Yeah, and it's um, and and the uh, and and, I, and so so I get up, you know, I was sleeping. I said, "What what what noise is this?" Is this? And she's like, "Oh, can you hear that?" Yeah. I'm like, "Well, yeah, the door's open for some for, for some what? reason, <laughs> right?" And every time it goes, 
I said, it's a, I, when it's, when it's, it's every, I said, Sherry, the house has no sounds but that. <laughs> Did you tell her, first of all, congratulations, you're getting a lot right. <laughs> right. I said, I'll tell you one thing, you're rolling through this. Hey, Rick, you're, you're suffering from the low noise floor. Yeah, so yeah, you need yeah. a fan or something. Yeah, yeah. That, now you're, see, but then when, uh, like when my, if, I, if, I, if a fan goes and I start getting into the, it's okay if it's that hum, mm-hmm. yeah. but if I hear that the fan's got a bit of a rattle oh, yeah. mm-hmm. or anything like that, oh, oh my God, it's, it's it gets out. in my head. <laughs> yeah. I can't get it out. You know, can you? I we can't even use invent, the ceiling fan now because it's got invent, a little noise in it. We need to invent just a motor that you plug in and it runs. Right. It doesn't have blades on it. Great, great. You know, because at first it starts appearing in the dream. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting in there. It's me, Tom Petty, and I'm like. And a robot. And I'm asking Tom Petty. Do you hear that? (laughs) We'll be back 16 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 22 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Is our number. Um, all right. So as, um, as as we're working our way back, you know one of the things that we have not talked about, and it happened while we were gone. And I apologize, Speedy. This is one hundred percent on me. Um, and now I can't remember his name. Was it? Uh, the, all right. The, while we Papa were New Guinea. while we were away, <laughs> and of course, you know, the Babylon Bee had had fun with this too. The response to it, even though it was a. a a tragedy for two families, but it could have been a tragedy for 242 others. Uh, when we had the church shooter in Texas, uh-huh. and the 73-year-old volunteer security guy shot him in the head uh, at 50 feet uh, and, and quickly and dropped him down in six seconds. Yeah, um, yeah. And wow. um, is, was his name Jack Wilson or something? Some, it's, it's a pretty common, straightforward name. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I saw. Think you're right. I think you're right. Jack Wilson wasn't that it, and. Um, so that was, you know, when you when you looked at that, of course, the Babylon Bee put out. Jack said, Wilson is his name. Said that about uh, de- that Democrats and liberals are upset that a man def- uh, defended himself and others with a legal gun. Right. right. Uh, but yeah. so when when you when you look at at that again, you, you can't really argue. And I, did y'all see the the video footage I did? Mm. I watched the video footage, you know, because they were streaming their church service live. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you can see it, and they and they took and they put the. Uh, where you couldn't see the two people who were unfortunately killed right. uh, in the video, but you can see how quickly he takes that thing. And I mean, he, and, uh, and he didn't hesitate. How about he shot? He made a headshot at fifty feet at a moving target who who was armed. Yeah, and you know this is the thing now with with, with churches. You know they have security teams, and we certainly have them. And as I told you guys before, when I get the honor of going to speak somewhere, now they go through a security detail. Yeah, uh, and says here's what we do if we have a shooter and all of that. But um, you, you really – it's kind of impossible to argue the fact that this man who brought a gun into a church with the intent to kill innocent people, the only recourse you have against this man once he's made that decision is for you to be someone who legally has a weapon that you know how to use to protect yourself and others, right? Yeah, I mean yeah. – it, it Aren't there 242 people it, that were glad that yeah. – that, that, yeah. uh, Mr. Wilson had his gun. Rick, it seems like very common sense to us the way we were raised. I mean, I don't, I don't see, but I I was just reading some of the stories tied to that story. One of them says Virginia delegate introduces Jack Wilson Act to repeal state's church carry ban. So obviously in Virginia there is a law that says you cannot carry in a church, and they're wanting to do it. There's another story here from Bloom that says Bloomberg says. The average citizen like Jack Wilson shouldn't be allowed to carry guns in public. 
So, I mean, well, Jack Wilson, Jack Wilson knows how to use his gun. I, I know 240 something people will disagree with that what, today. Wasn't this a fairly new law that they had passed yeah. before that? Because uh, I yeah. think they had similar laws before. And now, if the church can ban it, if they want to, yeah. But mm-hmm. you, they, but you, well, that not, goes back to what Bubba's talking about about the private property owner and, and the decision versus your right to carry. Yeah, yeah that's that's that been a, yeah. a debate we've had, and I frankly I, I don't know how you stuff. Yeah, come up with that. I don't know the pecking order there. I would I would think maybe property rights, but I don't know. Well, and if you if you have not seen the video, I don't know. Don't send me your email. Carry, I, open carry paper. I would tell you this. I don't know. Don't send your. I mean, if you're going to, I'm now they got my mind. I'm saying it. If you watch the video, the thing, and I mean, even Sherry, she even told me she said, "I'm going to need you to turn that off." It, it's not gruesome to see because they do blur out the people who are shot, and mm-hmm. the guy gets shot and goes right down. But what is very difficult is the screaming in there. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. screaming in right. there is, ooh, yeah. man. Yeah. Because you hear that, yeah. I'm talking, you know. So, so watch him. He's up against the wall. Same where we're watching it right now. See the shooter mm-hmm. to the right holding the gun, yeah. who shoots two people. That I guess he intended on shooting them. He just stands up uh, with his gun, and I think this is they're about to take communion. Uh, and then he shoots these two. Now watch, watch Jack here on the on the corner. He 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 oh, right there. Right. And then he boom. comes up, boom, he drops. Yeah, wow. and uh, and wow. and down I mean, he. That was quick. quick. Yeah, but, but now it wasn't. It wasn't he trained? What was his? Yeah, his FBI and he an instructor too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, mm. and, and so, so I, you hope that guy's there that yes. has his skill. Wow. Yeah, because yeah. saved he, a lot of people. Yep. Yeah. And see, all these people right here are alive and not mm-hmm. shot and not maimed because Jack Wilson knew how to use his weapon and he had a weapon, um, and and he stops the shooter because most of these shooters. They they like I, they like soft targets because they're cowards and they're wicked and they're evil and what they don't like is for somebody to be able to shoot back. Yeah, it, I, if you and mention maybe, this, I apologize. Go ahead. Greg. In this state, if you're a psycho looking for a soft target, maybe the church won't be it. Yeah, right. It used to be. In the video yeah. we were rolling uh, from Adler just then, the amount of people after it happens that are coming with pistols. Have you seen? Yeah, so I saw at least three. Pretty, pretty, well, they, they said armed. three are coming from different directions. Yeah, they said they had different guys who were on the security team. It's just that Wilson was the one. Who who got the shot first? Because you see this guy. Um, if, if you is look, Wilson standing up? Yeah, already it. when it happened, he was yeah. in the back standing yeah, up. Yeah, they yeah. see him over on the corner. He's over here. Yeah, yeah. And, Roll it back and, and, in his position. Started. But you see this guy shoots that oh. guy. Uh, you know, comes up to shoot. He shoots that guy, knocks him down. Shoots, shoots that, that guy. one, and then he gets yeah, him. Yeah. yeah. And but now, now as it wow. rolls, and and for those of you on radio, now I want you to see here coming from the back center. All right, there's, right there, there's, there's one, one two, right, three over there. Right, mm-hmm. and then here comes another one from the right. Four, here comes five, another one. Six. Mm-hmm. All drawn pistols walking towards the action. Mm-hmm. Now the it looks like, and I've never seen this part of because when I saw those two men were blurred out, they just got shot. Mm-hmm. When it looks like the first guy sees he has a gun and tries to go for his, it gun, does look like, and that. he shoots him because. Mm-hmm. Because at one time I thought, did this guy just yeah. come in to shoot these two people? But no, I think he's getting ready to shoot. Yeah, the one on the left. See, yeah, he's so reaching yeah. out of his didn't, back didn't, pocket. Didn't he reach yeah. for a gun? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, went, he went to his back and pulled yeah. out something. Yeah. Of course, then Jack Wilson. It, I saw one of the, the, the NRA's things said, you know, he's been this, this amount of time an NRA member mm-hmm. and made a headshot at a moving target at 50 feet with a pistol and saved 242 lives. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's a clip here. Uh, I haven't watched it yet. That says that um, Michael Bloomberg is mad at Jack Wilson uh, that he was carrying a firearm and was able to prevent a massacre at his own Texas church. But I haven't seen the video yet, so we'll screen well, that. Well, too, I, well, so what does he want to happen? Does yeah, he, I, I does don't. Does know. he want? I mean, you know, if you live in a textbook world, then you know you probably have all kind of answers. Yeah, that, I, that's real world right yeah, there, yeah. Uh, stopping evil. Right. I guess in utopia, you never have to defend yourself against evil people. But, right. But that, that's not the world we live in. No. No. no sadly, not. So anyway, um, and it's it's. Um, so I think there's probably 242 members of the church or who are attending the church that are pretty thankful mm-hmm. that Jack Wilson knew how to use his weapon yeah. and had it with him when they needed him. I believe you're right. Right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, we'll come back. We'll take your phone calls next on this and any topic at 866-WE-BE-BIG. You got the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. We're back. 35 minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. And, uh, you know, people ask me all the time with our relationship with BuzzBox Coffee, what's, what, if I was starting today, what, what, what brand would you drink? And I always say Papua New Guinea. I mean, there, there's some good ones, and uh, you know, that are some of the uh, dark roasts that Sherry and I like. Some of the ones from Honduras too, in Central America, they're they're really good. But uh, but if you were just going to start the Papua New Guinea, uh, you you certainly would would do that. And now with the coffee of the month, we're doing like a Papua New Guinea uh, dark roast, which we haven't really we haven't tried that because we like we, usually the Papua New Guinea is a medium roast. But if you're a dark roast person. In the past, Papua New Guinea wasn't an option for you, but for a coffee of the month, we're going to try that. If you want to go try that out or, or any of the coffees uh, from BuzzBox, uh, we ship it to you every month. That way you're always in supply of coffee. The, the quality of the coffee is superior. Sherry, we ran out over Christmas, and Sherry went and got some coffee somewhere. And so then we ended up getting our shipment, and Sherry took the, the BuzzBox coffee and actually took a container and put it inside of the coffee we bought, like at the store. Mm-hmm. And she said, "If you want to ever see the difference in the coffees, come look at this. It looked like you had this dark, rich coffee, and under it was just so beige looking. Uh, I mean, when you saw them in there side by side, you thought, okay, boy, you can really see the difference. And part of it is because we ship it to you within days of it being roasted, so it's so much fresh. You know, the mode content and all that is not there yet. So if you want to get yours, we'll send you a pound for a dollar." Uh, it, it's, it, that's all it'll cost you and you can try it for yourself or if you're already a, a member uh, and we thank you for that and you want to try uh, the coffee of the month just go to rickandbubba.com into the sponsors button and you'll find the buzz box link there and uh, and those of you that are drinking it or if you start drinking it 10% goes to the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund so thank you for that alright so Bloomberg on this that we, we've got an armed citizen that is part of a security team which churches sadly are having to have now we have a guy come in in a hoodie He's ready to to stand up in the church and shoot the place up. He encounters two security people pretty quick, sadly shoots them, and then Jack Wilson shoots him in the head and drops him within six seconds, saving 242 lives. I think it is a great example of a private citizen using his right to defend himself and to save other people. Now, Michael Bloomberg, who is running for president, has a totally different take on this. And in my opinion, this is why he is not fit to be president. Thank you. 
And here it is. In his own words. Yeah. Maybe true. I wasn't there. I don't know the no. facts that somebody in the congregation had their own gun and killed the person who murdered two other people. But it's the job of law enforcement to uh, have guns and to decide when to shoot. You just do not want the average citizen carrying a gun in a crowded place. All right, listen. Now, he made that statement in, in uh, it looked like Montgomery, Alabama. Really? Isn't that what the podium had on it? I, I, I wasn't even looking. Does it say that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good wow. grief. Listen. Listen to me. Bubba, you said it, but I think we got to emphasize it again. This should terrify you mm-hmm. if you're a citizen of this country. You just heard someone trying to be the president that believes you should live in a country that only the government has guns. He if he was elected president, will swear an oath to the Constitution that goes directly against what he just said. Yep. And you don't have to be a constitutional lawyer. It's in plain English. Oh. Matter of fact, it's so— And, and, and he's, he's, he's a socialist who's made a billion dollars as a capitalist. Yeah. It, it's so bizarre to me how they think and how they act based on—look, I'm not jealous that he made a billion dollars. Good for him. I'm not jealous he has a Bloomberg network. Good for him. But then don't make it impossible for the rest of us to do that and take our ability to earn money and try to move up the ladder, which is what a socialist like him and a lot of these other ones do. But you you want to be president, and you just told me you disagree with the Second Amendment. So how can you swear an oath to uphold it? You You can't. can't. And remember. The Second Amendment is so clear, it's why so far the left can't find a way to defeat it. Oh, yeah. But yeah. but but, but you, you have to go back to this again. Listen, that is the stuff that communist regimes say. Mm-hmm. You want me to quote, we, get the Adolf Hitler quote from we, 1939? We will take this For guns real. off the street. We will take the guns out of law-abiding citizens to make you safer. But what they're not understanding, our Second Amendment is designed so that you always have a shot to retain your freedom, and you also have a shot to defend yourself. Let's let's say that we all said, hey, Bloomberg makes a good point. It's not even reasonable. How in the world can you have law enforcement at every church, at every uh, soft target, at every gun-free zone all over a country that that has – the, the population that we have and the number of churches that we have, if, if we declare tomorrow only people at the churches are going to be law enforcement, there's not enough of them. And, and they certainly don't have time to be down at the church trying to take a, 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 get somebody to write them a check to come to church every Sunday. There's not enough of them. Rick, let's just say that this church had two police officers there, and they were the first two guys this guy encountered. He dropped them both. Mm-hmm. Third guy is the one that stopped the mask. Yeah, now wanting to. Now what? Let's hear it again. I want to hear it again from Michael Bloomberg's own mouth. This I mean, is someone that wants to be president of the United States. Yeah, if you in the congregation had their own gun and killed the person who murdered two other people, but it's the job of law enforcement to uh, have guns and to decide when to shoot. You just do not want the average citizen carrying a gun in a crowded place. Mm. Now, they say this, but that, that is what they put out there, but they don't really believe it. I don't think he really believes it either. It's just like Rosie and some of the other ones that are anti-gun. They, Michael Bloomberg has people around him with guns. 
See, they really don't feel that way. They they just don't want you to have what they got. No, I well, promise you, everybody around him is not a police officer. Yeah, he doesn't believe in his personal life, but he absolutely believes it in your life. Absolutely, he doesn't. He, does. he, he doesn't he's, want you to he's, have it. He's real. He's real high and mighty with his ideas with your life and your family, not his. What you're saying is he has a security team, yeah, just like does. this church yeah, had a security team, right? Right. right. Yeah. Probably off duty. Retired or former FBI police officers, whatever, just like what this guy was. But I got news for him. I got news for Bloomberg. It ain't his. It let me. I'll, I'll make it real clear. There you go, Michael Bloomberg. It ain't none of your damn business. <laughs> hey, hey, okay. <laughs> show number can two. I, can I make yes. it clear? Show two. Can I make it I clear? Didn't hear you, show two. Two. I don't have to repeat. <laughs> it ain't none of your business right. because I have the right under the Constitution Thank to you. defend myself. And it ain't you or anybody else can take that away from me. And if you want to be president and you're going to swear an oath to the Constitution, you need to be honest. You don't need to run for president because you don't believe in the ideals that run this country. Well, based on your statement, as you just said, you need to go look to be leader of another country. Sure. You can't sure. be of this one. Head off to Switzerland somewhere. Right, because You'll be fine. Because this is how this country was set up, and so you can't. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, and, Absolutely. And to your point, I understand the point about retired and all this, but the fact remains, and I know that sometimes some of you don't like this, the Second Amendment says that if the church staff, I sit down with them, and they think that I can handle a weapon, I didn't have to be in the FBI. I didn't have to serve no, in the military. No. I didn't have to be in law enforcement. I can be on the security team, and I can shoot somebody in the church that tries to shoot the rest of us. Mm-hmm. I'm given that right to do that as long in the church as I'm approved by the church to do it. Right. And this guy was a firearms yeah. instructor. And yeah, but you don't have to be. Range. No, well, I'm, I'm just saying. But so apparently, he, as he a, proved as himself a, to them. Yeah. As a church person, as a part of the, the leadership of that church, I want qualified people in every position, mm-hmm. okay? I want people, whoever's driving the bus, I want them to know how to drive the bus. Yeah. The people who are taking care of children, I want them screened and know how to take care of the children. I want whoever is on our security staff to know how to operate a gun. That's part of me being a responsible adult. Th- there's not. It's, it's pretty simple. There's not enough law enforcement to be everywhere all the time. <laughs> Uh, and citizens in this country, it really doesn't matter what you, how you feel, to Bubba's point, it, it really is irrelevant how you feel about it. Because the Second Amendment gives the citizens of this country who are law-abiding citizens to, to protect themselves and carry a firearm safely, and they're given that right, and they're given that right because they, it, they so that the, if you're going to ever try to turn this country into a police state, you're going to have a heck of a time doing it. And, and what do you know we what I mean? hear? It, it's not going to yeah. be easy for you. You may care. do it. I don't care. You may if do it, but it's going. It's, it, it won't be easy. I don't care right. if he is president. I don't care if he's, uh, you know, head of the UN. I don't care if he's king of the world. Okay, our constitution says I have that right, and he has no position to take it away. None. None. It, none. He might as well save his breath because it is nunion. Okay, <laughs> he has no option to do that. Sorry, Michael. You, you, if you don't have a gun, don't keep one. How about this? Winter? Don't tell me what to and do. And we ought to be ashamed that happened in Montgomery. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Coming, coming to Alabama, that. talking that up? He he ought to get on a TV today and recant that. That's ridiculous. You know, we ought to say, look, I realize what I just said was anti-American, and, and it sounded like I was a tyrannical communist, yeah, and I'm gonna, I, I won't take that back. And you know what? What will they say today? What will Michael Bloomberg be out on the campaign today saying? Donald Trump, you're not a dictator. You're not a dictator. They've been saying it all week. Mm-hmm. You're not a dictator. We're a, we're, a, we're a country of laws, and no one is above the law. 
Even you, Michael Bloomberg. Even you. You know what? The way they live their life, what they say is, hey, you can't be a dictator because we want to be. Uh, we'll come back. Exactly. We'll, we'll take your phone calls next at 866-WE-BE-BIG. There's some room, not a lot. we got a lot of calls to work through, and we will. We come back. But if you want to try to get in, there's a couple lines that uh, are open for you. 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll chat with you right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour to the phones we go. You got the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG. We start with Mike. Mike, welcome to the Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for your patience. Go right ahead. Hey, guys. How y'all doing? Good. We're great. We're great. Good. Well, I'm going to tell you right up front, I'm a Democrat, and I would like to make three points with you guys if I can. Okay. Number one, I'm 100% in favor of everybody carrying a gun. Okay. That is, that is, as you guys have said on your show, responsible gun owners. Right. Now, the guy that did the shooting in the church, he had the right to carry a gun. But he was not a responsible gun owner. Now, how, how, do, you, how do you say, why do you say that? You're talking about the, the murderer? The murderer, yeah. Okay, yeah. I thought you were talking, yeah, talking about the other yeah, guy. Yeah, not the no, security no, guy. No, no, the, the other guy, 100% behind him. Right, right. But... The reason I'm behind him is because, is as you guys said on your show many times over and over again, he was a responsible gun owner, and he was trained. Yep. He knew how to shoot a gun in a crowd. Now, four years ago, a responsible gun owner in church jumped up to defend somebody who was the church with a guy shooting and started flailing away with his gun. He had no training and ended up killing a small child. That was a tragedy. These are the kind of things that I, you know, I like the way you guys are talking constantly about responsible gun ownership, responsible gun ownership, training, training. For those people, 100% behind them. Carry your guns, defend ourselves, defend our people, defend each other. But it's the irresponsible gun owners that bother me. And as a Democrat, like I said, I love people carrying their guns. It's our right. But we need to find a way to keep guns away from people that like this guy in the church that killed two people in there with it jesse let me ask you a quick question which yeah where was that at do you remember i don't remember guys like three or four years ago it was it was a shooting here in the south um somebody came into the church started shooting people in the church one of the citizens jumped up and went shooting at him and unfortunately not all of his shots went where they were supposed to go I, i remember kind of the details of that and I understand what you're saying, and you you really would hope that whoever had drawn their gun would be in a situation so that there would not be any chance of anybody being hurt. But let me say this too, Jesse, because you don't remember exactly where it happened, and we probably don't know and remember the exact details. There's also a possibility that not only that child, but others would have been killed if he hadn't fired to stop him. And I'm saying I don't remember the details either, so I don't know that we can use that as a solid piece of evidence because you don't remember it and I don't either. So we really don't need to argue over that particular one, other than it's always a tragedy when somebody's shot. Yeah. My, my point on that was is to, to reemphasize what you guys have said a few times. This is people with proper training on how to use a firearm. Yeah, you, you know, you, yeah, you, that's true. The it, only it, the it, only it, thing it, you got to be careful of, Mike, and and I and I hear you loud and clear, 
and that is my preference always is that we, if you're going to be a responsible gun owner, know how to operate it, know how to be safe with it. However, where you have to be very careful, and Bubba's kind of making this point too, when you start turning over to the government <laughs> the ability for them to declare when somebody's safe and when somebody's not, it's it, that's always the wrong move because before you know it, you know, it's things like, well, you know, aren't you kind of a, uh, you're, 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 you you say you're a Christian, right? So you believe that, you know, God's standard on marriage is this or this. Well, you might be dangerous to people that disagree with you. And, and you're and like, you're like, well, I've never, I've never shown. <laughs> and to your, you know, and to, yeah. And to your don't, point, don't Rick, give it, you don't give the government the right to decide who's dangerous and who's not. We have laws now and I like them, but the problem is like you just said, the people who come in and shoot up a church, we do, they're not going to follow the rules, so the rest of us need to be given the right to have a chance against them, um, really, no matter how highly trained we are. Uh, and the Second Amendment doesn't really require any level of training. It just says you have a right to work on it to be able to defend yourself against people who want to do you arm, harm, and really it was written to defend yourself, defend yourself against an overzealous central government. It really was. And um, to, to your point, Rick, to your point, hang on, Jesse, I want to make this. Mike, Mike, if, Mike, if you went – I'm sorry. He was up here. I thought he was down here. Um, if you went by the definition that the Southern Poverty Law Center puts out and the groups that they list as terror groups – all of us yep. in this room would not be allowed to have a gun. Yeah, that's that's the problem. Yeah, I I understand that, and and yeah, there's a lot that goes too far. But my my, my last point I want to make: um, don't clump all the Democrats together as one, please. Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm not sure you're really your thing, Mike. Yeah, I'm I'm your show. You said Democrats are you know can't stand this. Democrats don't like this. Democrats are up in arms about this. Democrats want to do that. Not all of them. Michael Bloomberg. Calls oh, yeah, himself Michael a Democrat. Bloom, so Michael that, Bloomberg's a jerk. Yeah, okay, Michael we're good. Bloomberg's a jerk. Are you sure you're a Democrat, Mike? I'm not sure you're a Democrat. I, I, yeah, I, Mike, there's no – you're too reasonable. You're, you're, you're too reasonable. not solid, Blue. You're not solid, Blue. And, there's some red in there. And I'm talking about – purple well, at best. And, and, Mike, I'm talking about modern day. Some people, some, some people will call me a Republicrat. Okay. Some yeah. people call me a Republicrat, that, but, you know – That makes more sense. I, I, I like to look at things from both sides of the fence. Yeah, well, we all should. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've Come seen up with the middle ground that works best for the majority of the people. Well, uh, you, well, you're gonna middle... have, you're gonna have to get people in your party <laughs> to get to where you are because that you you sound reasonable and sensible. Some of the places they're that, radical right now. That, Mike, that, I could work with you. Well, you got I, me and you could work together. You, There's people taking over you, your party you right now. Go, you got to stop. You can yeah. go yes, but you could go radical with some of the Republicans. No, you can. Too. You yeah, can. You can. But Mike, what I'm saying is, but see, I'll point to them and say they are radical and they and they don't represent me. And we need more Democrats <laughs> to say the same. Mike, yeah, I could true. represent the yeah. Republicans. You yeah. could represent the Democrats. We could get a lot done. Yep. Thanks for the call, Mike. Let's go. Appreciate you, buddy. You, 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 you run for president, I'll run for vice president. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Purple party. That, that's good. <laughs> so that way. But I do, I do want to say this. I think sometimes we think if you have two sides of an issue that the middle ground is always the best. That's not always the best. No. Well, <laughs> that what's best is, back, is what's true and right. It's back to. And, and it could be anywhere on that scale. It doesn't necessarily have to be in the middle. I know, and we all try to do that because it makes us more comfortable. Yeah. But yeah. sometimes when you get into this thing, this, this – uh, what is the word I'm looking for where everybody has to agree on it or we don't do it? Yeah, consensus. I know that sounds nice and pretty right. because it makes people less comfortable, 
But you know what also happens in that environment? You can't get anything done. It's possible. You got to be careful. Yeah, you, you can't get. You know, at some point, somebody has to say, "Well, this is what I think is best." And if you don't have, and we do have that, you don't have that option somewhere in it. You just end up in a place that nothing ever gets done because you know what? Sometimes is there's a right decision and a wrong decision. Yeah. And just because somebody else doesn't like it and they won't go along with it, doesn't mean it's right. If you know, if the question sometimes something's just right. Rick, if the question is, what is the answer to six plus four? Right. And I say ten and you say zero, and we compromise on five, it's still wrong. Thank you. That's my point. <laughs> so if we have an agreement that we can't agree it's ten unless you agree with me, yeah, that's not a good arrangement. No, it isn't. Uh, thanks for being with us. Uh, we appreciate you. And if you're leaving us, have a wonderful day. If you got more Rick and Bubba, we'll do the top of the hour break. And uh, Lord willing, we'll be back. Uh, stay with us 24-7 by going to rickandbubba.com. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.